Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And now we go live to Madison Square Garden. Wow, we're referring a fair with Lou Ted. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown. It's the 17th October, the year of our Lord, 1999. In America, the number one hit that people listened to was Mariah Carey featuring Jay-Z, Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, you've got the best of me, but I keep keep on coming back incessantly. Oh, why did you have to run your game on me? I should have known right from the start you were going to break my heart. That one. Where did that come from in my brain? So as you can I tell, I can't remember whether I brought my keys with me or not on a day. Yet Heartbreaker featuring Jay Z and Mariah Carey. There it is. With Mariah Carey fighting Mariah Carey because Jay Z <laughs> was not legally allowed to appear in the music video. <laughs> if you weren't listening to that, you were watching Fight Club. I mean, it's one week of being number one in the box office before bombing and having a second life on home video, just like Gangrel. <laughs> and if you weren't Slightly playing... different to Gangrel's. Exactly. And if VHS you weren't playing line. or listening to either of those, you were getting ready to give Nintendo your money for Pokemon Yellow, a.k.a. you've just come along this whole Pokemon thing, you've not played Red or Blue, why don't you buy the new fancy version where there's one little bit of difference in the game? Because the main Pokemon that everybody has been drawn to, Pikachu, is on the cover. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be a stopgap, end up selling about 3 million copies, so well done, Nintendo, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> but if you weren't doing any of those things, there was a little show on a little network in a little country <laughs> called SmackDown. <laughs> and they just happened to have a big show. And you know it's a big show because it's been two and a half weeks since the last bloody one. And it was called No Mercy, in brackets, for your wallet, 1999. <laughs> but what happened on that show? Was there anything eventful with some ladders? Was Jeff Jarrett there of his own volition? Who knows? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Myself, Mafu, a.k.a. the guy that KSI loves, and Tom Campbell, the guy who KSI doesn't love yet. That's only because he hasn't met him. I'm still thinking about the idea of a little country called SmackDown, which is what you <laughs> said in the intro there. <laughs> In a little, little wrestling, in a little, <laughs> little show. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review slash Cultaholic Classic No Mercy Watch Along. Mm. Happy Thanksgiving, America. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, we are uh, putting this out to the world <laughs> on the day that we record it as a Thanksgiving treaty pie for you if you maybe have a bit of a full tummy from Turkey or maybe aren't doing anything particularly special and just want to watch No Mercy, make it your new Thanksgiving tradition. That's what we're here for. That's right. And if you hate your family, you can use this as an excuse to get away from them. Sorry, got... guys. I've got to go and watch No Mercy 1999. Oh, you're going to watch wrestling? That makes sense. No, I'm going to listen to two Brits talk about it rather than <laughs> me watch. Oh, I see. Of course, if you'd like to watch along, <laughs> that's the name of the show, yeah. then you can. We'd like to sync up. Hey, we're going on a secret mission. And if you've hopefully got the network in yeah, front so, of you. So give yourself a second to load up the WWE network and you want No Mercy 1999. And we're going to hit play and we're going to roll with our No Mercy watch along. You watch along with us in That's it. a three, three two, 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 one. And there we go. Off we go. I always like these intros, but one of the, one of the shots, I swear, is... It's if you get a Coke bottle and drink out from it and then look in a sunny day. Whoa! Look at it. Anyway. Whoa! Look at oh. the wall. They really like using black and white war footage during this. Um, oh, yeah, it was, uh, I think it's Unforgiven. I've seen war and I hate war. I think it's a line from this. Back on Triple H could use a sledgehammer properly. I may be incorrectable. Incidentally, uh, just to have a little bit of uh, backstory to the wrestling world, uh, the greater wrestling world at this point, we are 10 days removed from the now infamous Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Which, uh, which uh, featured a, a off-his-bin Jake the Snake Roberts <laughs> cutting a promo about Las Vegas. It featured a barely immobile Yokozuna. Facing a barely immobile Iron Sheik. A barely immobile Nikolai Volkov. Sentinel partner. A barely immobile King Kong Bundy. Jim Nidart was all right. Um, the Bushwhackers were there. George Steele took on Greg Valentine. It was, uh, according to the Wrestling Observer. Oh, yeah. Cool. You know, Wrestling Observer do thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, on the plus side, there were no thumbs in the middle. <laughs> There was point. There was three percent of the vote that was thumbs up, and ninety six percent, ninety seven percent of the vote that was thumbs down. Wowzers! Wow, amazing scenes. I mean, I forget which one it is. I think there's there's Alvarez's review and Meltzer's review. The Bushwhackers versus Volkov and Sheik match. If I get this right, uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Godfather. Just just go out for a second. Come back. Alvarez gave it, it was like minus, oh, I forget the number. Minus like, five stars. Not even, that would have wished. <laughs> it was optimistic for minus five stars. They need stars. all three wishes from a genie <laughs> to have gotten a minus five star review from Alvarez. But it was, I think it was Ivan Beltor that he said it was minus as many stars there are in the sky in brackets and the universe is infinite. <laughs> Wasn't a fan then. <laughs> we're in the we're in the Gundarina. The Gundarina. Godfather. Godfather and the hose. There's some hose in this house. There's some hose in this house. <laughs> Can we hear that song? If you haven't, that's a song. We got uh, wronged last time we did one of these for eating. 
I, I never eat when I'm watching hoes. So, oh, so I bought food. <laughs> Tom, Tom, secrets of podcasting revealed. I'm hungry because I haven't stopped doing stuff this morning. And I thought, I said, can I just nip away and push a sandwich in my face before we yeah. do this? Because I don't want to do this when I'm hungry. I feel like Jim Ross does AEW commentary when he's hungry. There's Jim Ross there in much finer tones than he has been in AEW lately. And I love the bones off of Jim Ross. Like, Oh, previously in a, an episode of the classic SmackDown review, <laughs> the one-week feud. That's a plenty of builds. What are you talking about, mate? Oh, hang on, it's a bit too weak. It's too weak. Because they had the week where he got over and he, got, he was like, when Midian oh, went, oh, give us some farm animals. And then the following week where, where Godfather went, hey, there's Mark Henry. He's my mate. You're my tag team partner. That's after this. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? You're right. We are recording in a, in a peculiar order. We've already Yeah, recorded. that Jim Ross doesn't know what he's talking about. Right? <laughs> Here I am. So, Slagging off Jim Ross. See, this is going to come out two weeks later. We'll have to get up and um, synced up with reality. That Jim Ross doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, maybe it'll come out in three weeks soon. No, we actually. No, wait, you're not be on the air in three weeks. We actually recorded this last month. Hey, Jim Cornette's doing great on NWA, uh, isn't he? <laughs> you know what? I've always liked Jim Cornette. I'm man of the people. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oompa Loompa oh. Doobity Doo. Million and Viscera. There he is. You know how the. Oh, who was it? The Quebecers would have. We're not the Mounties. <laughs> yeah. be, We're not the Ministry. <laughs> We're, We're not, not the union. We're not the evil team aligned with The Undertaker and Big Show. No. Contrary to popular belief. Yeah. We're two subs looking for a dom. Oh, what a match we have here, ladies and gentlemen. Starting with hoes. Aw, look how upset he is. Oh, he's just going to kick his bottom. That's how you know he means business. If you're watching this for the first time, you go, well, the Godfather would offer hoes rather than fighting because he's a lover. No. And Midian, if I remember right, Tom, Midian declined the services of the hoes instead asking Godfather, quote, you got any farm animals, love? That, <laughs> he added love at the end because he's from Lancashire. Yeah. <laughs> you got any farm animals, love? Or a hot pot. I'm not piggy. Do you want to flake in that, love? Ta. <laughs> You're on chips for that. <laughs> My duck. Anyway, I swear it might be this match. Remember there being one singles pay-per-view match that Midian was featured in where the second, the, the first loudest pop of the night was for Steve Austin. That makes sense. The second loudest noise of the night was the crowd going, Midian sucks! Because he was oh. just... Uh, I try not to swear. Not very good. How, how bad is it that the loudest noise of the night is somebody telling you how bad you are? Starring Midian as The Undertaker's Mate. <laughs> 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 
See, I, I remember, I think I might have talked about this last time, when I got back into wrestling in 1999, I watched uh, some Valentine's Day Massacre, saw Midian coming out and thinking, oh, The Undertaker doesn't look as oh. cool as he used to. <laughs> it's reminded me of that, because that reminds me of, I need to send a tweet saying with a Midian. picture of Midian saying, I'm going to tell my kids this is The Undertaker. I'm going to do that right now while we're talking. Thing, do it. The best thing about Midian was the fact that he had a tattoo with that guy with the moustache. That was so clear they had to put in the video games. I don't know who that was. So, like the rest of the world, it's assumed that he really, really liked Rick Rude. <laughs> I don't think there's any wrestler that's got a tattoo of another wrestler on them. I do think there is. That was still active. I mean, I know, like, BT Gunn's got Ultimate Warrior, but, you know, because he died. <laughs> oh, shouldn't laugh, really. Oh, Visceral this, this Shades is a good look. I like it. It's Matrixy. It's good. All right, Matrix, yeah. I'm off of the Matrix. What if I told you that this was not a bin bag? Oh, was that, wait a what are you doing, mate? Was that supposed to be at the snake guys on the guard room? His heart's dumpy. Big Vis. I like to think that Viscera, when, he's, when the referee's not looking, it's like the booze from Super Mario World, just chasing the hose. Why is that not a gimmick where somebody runs until the, someone looks yeah. at them and they stop and, and have their hands over their eyes? Favorite Nelson. We're <laughs> distracted by the screaming. Of, ah! What, 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 what? Right. Sorry. We're going to do the tiered system for Nelson, for Nelson Fraser gimmicks. Oh, okay, go on. Okay. Um, God tier, Viscera. That's God tier. Upper nah. tier, I'm going to say world's largest love machine, Viscera. Yep. And Big Daddy V. Big Daddy V. I was going to say Big Daddy V mid tier. You reckon? Upper tier, I was you also going to put. And I'll do mine because I'm Okay, right, okay. Right, my tiered system for Nelson Fraser. It's a lot more interesting watching this effing match. I know, right? God tier, uh, classic Viscera. This, this era, Viscera. Um, upper tier, King Mabel. World's largest love machine, Viscera. Mid-tier. Yeah, so God-tier, upper-tier. Mid-tier, I'm going to go men on a mission, Mabel. Um, And then lower-tier, I'm going to put... Sorry, that was the worst. <laughs> Sunset flip. Half his shoulder was up, half his shoulder's down. Whatever. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm Tim White. You blow me head <laughs> off soon. Lower-tier, Big Daddy V. Oh, now lower-tier. All right, cool. That's my God Nelson tier. Fraser tier list. Oh, thank you very much for setting me up there. God tier, Big Daddy V. Oh, hello. Underrated runs. If you are a fan, that's right, I'm pointing right at you, persistence on this phone or their laptop, are a fan of big guys squashing little dudes, be it Vader, Sid Vicious, uh, Braun Strowman, get yourself some Big Daddy V on the network. It's easy to be on sci-fi run. Was break. One jobber, two jobber, three jobber. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. It was a shame that... It, I, I, he just got really good, and then they just went, out, ah, whatever. And it just kind of fizzled off. But he should have had the chat. He should have beaten CM Punk. He should have had a good run. And he just had a really good build-up. And then that, that much pop, that noise. Just gone. God tier, upper tier. Yeah, this. this uh, not this viscera. Bin bag viscera. Not, not sunglasses bin bag viscera. Which, which viscera? Without the sunglasses. They're two completely different characters. Oh, oh, wow, wow, okay. Are we dividing sunglasses viscera and no sunglasses viscera? Yeah, yeah. and also, before bin bag viscera, <laughs> we just joined the ministry. It was just a... Oh! It was just two... two it was like a black shirt with a black jacket. That was... Oh, yeah, that was when he briefly returned as Mabel. 
Was it not when the... he was still Viscera? He still had that outfit. Oh, okay. Was it was it Rumble '99 where he turned up that's as Mabel? He turned up. My God, that's Mabel. Yeah, and the crowd was like, "Oh, it's Mabel." It's like, Mabel. What? The audience was completely different from when was the last time he was there? Oh, '98. He showed up to lose to Ken Shamrock when Shamrock beat all the other kings that were available. Yeah, at that, time. that was it. Like he beat King Mabel. He's so great. People were like. I could beat King Mabel. <laughs> Everyone beat King Mabel in that year. It's also right. the same year King Mabel showed up very briefly at November, November 98 at ECW to because Spike Dudley was doing his whole giant killer thing and he came out as a member of the full-blooded Italians so he had the <gasps> FBI shirt on. Oh, wow. So okay. Joey Styles, Laura, oh, Mabel's Italian now. <laughs> so do we have to put Italian Mabel in the tier? Uh, I, that belongs to a tier by itself. I'll FBI quite, tier. I quite happily put him in upper tier, FBI it's, Mabel. Italian viscera. Italian, Italian viscera, Italian Mabel is it? Oh, beg your pardon, Italian, Italian Mabel. You're making a shambles of this time. He can't, he can't be. He has to be Mabel, doesn't he? Can he be caught? Is Mabel not a WWF thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because okay. when the mission was a WWF gimmick, I forget what he was before that. God, you suck, Midian. His Rick Rude tattoo is more over than him. <laughs> Tiered uh, Midian. Gimmick. Oh my God. Naked oh, yeah. Midian, God tier. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, lower tier. <laughs> Somebody looked at Dennis Knight and said, I've got it, mate. What if you run around without your kit on? It's like, it's like the sound on the back. I got it. <laughs> I got an idea. I could be so good for you. <laughs> I don't know why, Venus, not yet. Don't know why not Vince McMahon is minder. <laughs> Oh, I got that song so mad now. The Godfather Midian match. I'd say this. It makes you want to watch Heroes of Wrestling. Oh, that is another treat for another time. That was a pump friend. smash by Godfather. Why was it called pump? Because it smelled like a fart. <laughs> was that what it was it called? Or pimp smash? Or pump smash? Oh, pimp smash would be good, but not pump, pump it was called smash a... as well. Well, of course, Gone and Touch Your We call it, just call it the Vader Bomb now. Yeah, that's it. It's just oh. a Vader Bomb, isn't it? God, the timing is so off on this. It's so good. This is ev- this is everything I was hoping it would be and more. God, do, we, do you know what? We don't know we're born in this day and age. Like I was watching, I was NXT last night, and there were at least three incredible wrestling matches right. on a standard episode of NXT on an episode of NXT that was just okay. Like, and they were phenomenal performances. Oh, we are sport rotten. We are spoiled as wrestling fans. We don't deserve it. And a four count oh. wins it. Well done, Tim White. Ho train. Ah! Oh, if his glasses come off, does that make him different, Fraser? Oh my God, it's Viscera. Different Viscera. <laughs> it's Superman. <laughs> it was me, Godfather. Oh, son of a... Oh, I'd love that. That's a, that's a gimmick waiting to happen. Somebody masquerading as somebody else in glasses and they take the glasses off and everyone goes, oh my God, it was you all along. I'd love that. Fe- Feathers McGraw, the ringside. Feathers McGraw, behave yourself. Oh. So, Godfather there with the whole train. Of course, he, if he'd done that rebellion, oh, Tim. Uh, he would have been forced to stop midway through the ring because the wrong type of leaves on the track. <laughs> Maybe he'd start to stand there like an idiot. <laughs> before... Phones. The ho train has been delayed by approximately ten minutes. Oh boy! If if you're a fan of Triple H, then oh. this is the show for you. Jeez! All it's that. Just, uh, H all going, that. I'm the Phantom, the Phantom of the <laughs> Opera. Why is it to the theme of the Mounties? <laughs> I'm the Phantom. I like to play the organ. 
I am the Phantom. <laughs> I'm the Opera Ghost, is it? And my best friend's called Morgan. No, Triple H, wrong side of your face. It was a it long-winded setup all along. <laughs> Ripped his face off like the disturbing scene from Poltergeist. With a guy's dream, if you don't realize, he goes, <laughs> oh, because Scout then rips his entire face off until you see the skull. I kind of PG rated film. Oh, look at oh, uh, this embryonic Triple H with that flipping hat on. You asked me if I can play the game, Jar. I am the effing game. You have an effing laid down for me. One of the best things Trimoon did was that video, but he just put effing <laughs> of it like, every time you get away with it. <laughs> I effing made the effing curtain call. Hey, look at this. When I saw his, I, got I saw his nose. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I've, got this, I'm a I've got this great idea. In 20 years' time, we're going to put our development brand on television. <laughs> I got this great idea. Uh, we're going to buy Noah. <laughs> That's a good callback gag. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. How's Triple H's nose that big and what, not in widescreen yet? <laughs> it's just closer to the camera. Do I ever tell you the story of Toucan Tom? No. Did I ever tell you the story? When I was younger, um, I went, I was about, about, probably about 16, and I went for a night out with mates. I didn't go out for drinking very often. I went to a house party, and I got drunk really quickly. Okay. And uh, so they called me Toucan Tom. And I went to, I went home that, I went home and told my mom, I said, Mom, they've started calling me Toucan Tom. And my mom went, Oh, but your nose isn't that big. I was like, wasn't to do with my nose, mom. Toucan, toucan. Like, oh, because you thought I meant toucan. So no. Catsup, so what's wrong with ketchup. my nose? So nothing is perfect. I was like, well, I've got a complex now. That's lovely. It's a lovely story, isn't it? Wholesome I laughed because you said we, you saw big, big nose. <laughs> big, old big nose. Because <laughs> our Triple H went. I told her about toucan Tom. Like, yeah, go on. This is going to be good. <laughs> See, it's funny because I have a big nose. <laughs> no, do really. you? Yes, I do. Which I got from my mum. <laughs> but my was mom, it, it, no, no, you keep your dirty thoughts to myself. You wait till I tell this amazing story. Uh, right. My mum got plastic surgery about a decade and a half ago, so she no longer has a big nose. So the only thing I really inherited from her was the cock. <laughs> what were you going to say, Tom? Is <laughs> that <laughs> 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 what? It's a matter what I was going to say, because that's funnier. <laughs> Oh, it's called the Gundarina. Where'd you get that gag from? What? Where'd you get that gag from? Did you make that up? Pocket. Is that yours? Is that a Matthew Greg original? You laughed at it. I like it. Now I can't prove it. What's that old WWF logo? Oh, get in. Someone's getting fired. Oh, look at Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, felt full of optimism, Michael Cole. Oh, look at him. He's so Can I have my lunchbox back, He's Ivory? so happy and full of dreams. Oh, get in. Oh, it's funny because they're old. Mm -mm. I seem to remember Michael. No, no, Tom, it is hilarious because they're old. <laughs> Just you wait. I seem to remember Michael Cole at this point was on Livewire or a program of that ilk. Just Nathan. Where he talked about that he had an autograph book. He had a pen, sorry. No, he had a pen on him all the time. He said, I always keep it on me just in case anybody asks for my autograph. <laughs> Which I time thought, that's really sweet. But now I think that's actually quite arrogant. <laughs> it's on an old episode of Livewire, I believe. If you can find it, let me know. 
Unless I've made that up. Like, unless that's a bit of, um, like, it's, it's, a, it's a memory I've imagined. What's the phrase I'm reaching for? Mandela effect. Yeah, in case you ever meet Nelson Mandela, needs a sort of grow. <laughs> hey, Moo and May probably met Nelson Mandela. Uh, insert oh. Jerry Lawler's old gags here. There we go. There we go. He's off. Yeah. Well, oh, lovely jacket. That is a I don't. Know, I don't. Jacket. I just want to hear Jerry Lawler's commentary. Actually, like with this match. Oh, sorry, with this title thing, whether that's going to happen. You could go, oh, no, at the expense of a great title run and a great champion. Like, Ivory's barely been on the show. Yeah. She's been a foil for Jeff Jarrett. Incidentally, if you've still got 2K19... Oh, no, he's in it now, isn't he? Maybe it was 2K18 I'm thinking of. Uh, Tyler Bate wasn't in 2K18, so I had a custom version of Tyler Bate. Mm -hmm. And Ivory's theme music is excellent for Tyler Bate. Oh, yeah. Actually, this works really well point. as Tyler Bate's theme music, them? yeah. This works really well as Tyler Bates' theme music, that, that weird cover of Sledgehammer yeah. he's got. Did you know this? That? Ivory's my hero. That's right. Yes, it Thank is. Thank you. Thank you. 2K20, if you install it and agree to the um, license agreement at the start... You start, glitch you start glitching through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation 4 just goes off like salt in the water. No, <laughs> no um, you are unable to use the community... Uh, Content creator from on 2K19 anymore. Ah, oh. it's it's like aha! It's the new generation of games. You're not going to allowed to play the previous one. Didn't know anyway. That. Speaking of old I'm, and broken, I'm glad I never bought it then because I'm quite happy with 2K19. What the one that works? Yeah, it's such, it's just a superior game. It's genuinely a superior game. <laughs> This was the women's division in 1999. Sure got subbrooded to film this. <laughs> oh, God. Are you and Jerry Lawler going to have a bad joke off? Joke off? He works for Ring of Honor. Hey! See what he did there. Well, Moolah's... Jeez, <laughs> come <laughs> away. I don't think Lawler was ready for this, but by SmackDown he was. May's getting ready for a spot, which happens in about four minutes. Went back to his, his Martin Burrell joke book that he's had since the 60s. ha, ha, ha! I haven't seen this since it first happened. You don't seen this? Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Oh, the... oh, I'll just say she's going to go like the live heavy version. But... She was getting ready for a spot about a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, good. Oh, gee, Maze. Mays double tough, isn't she, though? She quite often takes a shoe in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 this is the best. <laughs> Jump! Jeez! Oh, that was point nine in the moolah scale, oh Ivory. Oh my god! That's it, Jumbo. It's done. Tope con no. Tope con heel no. Tope. Yeah, Jack. Go on, say Tope con suicida. <laughs> oh Christ! Ah, they can't call it torpedo. Didn't have those when she was invented. <laughs> Large rock and suicida. I don't think that someone's listening to this going, I hate Jerry Law's anti-ageist comedy. <laughs> I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna... She missed her again. <laughs> <laughs> and now down goes May again. This is this is an adventure. Down goes May. <laughs> this is an adventure. Get in. 
I need you to help me. Oh, Get the ramp out that buses have for people in wheelchairs. They're gonna in the ring. Yeah, kill him! Oh, Throw them up in this match. The problem is, oh. I don't think even this match violates. <laughs> right through the ref! Right into the ref! You just have to look at the. Oh, look at that thing over there to avoid. Oh, oh, crumbs! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, Jesus! What a roll up! It'd be 20. Oh, look at the crowd and pop! The crowd loves it. Oh. See, the yes. thing is, I don't think. Oh, it's women! Yes. I don't think That's even right. even this match violates rule 34 of the internet. Oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers. Well, do you know what? Big love to Ivory, who genuinely threw everything into that that she possibly yeah. could. She threw a lot. Most of it missed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, baby. Heroes oh. of wrestling who? <laughs> oh, God. This is... Do you know what's funny? Is that, like... Ten, like 10 days ago, whatever it was, seven days ago, there'd have been people laughing at, like, oh God, a whole show full of old people. Anyway, let's get back to Booking Moolah versus Ivory. Yeah, but at least everyone's in on the joke. Yeah, I guess. There is I that. Hope. Actually, you know, I'm sure the way that people are applauding them, those crowd shots, people are like, wow, what a performer. <laughs> what a moment for everybody involved. <laughs> Vince McMahon talking to Triple H why facing oh, Moolah is a oh. good idea. When Triple H is on screen, everybody should be going, where's Triple H? Where's Triple H? They should have just called the paper. W WF on October 17th, 99%. WF, Triple H 99. Come on, damn it. Oh, that's, where he makes it. that's where he makes it no DQ, doesn't he? <laughs> I swear this is the music they play in that member Haven Badly bit where they go to the pub room. <laughs> well, you see, bam, bam, well, you see bam, Tony crawling across the floor and just sick, or Martin Clues running across the floor and just sick on the camera. <laughs> Are you madder than Brian Mad of <laughs> Mad Castle? Are you? <laughs> 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 I bought some cornflakes and some intriguing books. <laughs> Am I clever enough to join your study group? <laughs> it's a great episode of television, that is. On Netflix now. Is it? Yeah. Get in. Get I watched The Irishman uh, yesterday and it made its Netflix debut. And a certain friend of mine sent me a message. He goes, oh, no one ever was talking about Irishman. It was on all the uh, private websites. I went, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. famously on Netflix. You know, if you missed that whole Ferrara about, you know, Martin Scorsese going, I want to make a film. Are you really messaging Midian? No, no, I already have. Um, oh, sorry, is that your desktop wallpapers? Yes, it is. Of course it is. Uh, if you've seen me tweeting out, I will tell my kids this is The Undertaker. That gives you an idea of, how, of when we recorded this. I'm just pulling up the Observer yeah. for this particular time frame. I thought Storm Bob become any good. <laughs> is he going to say? Distracted by Road Dog. Is he going to say, "Welcome to the Doghouse"? 
There we the go. The doghouse. Doggy Yeah, let's see how he says doggy style. Oh, it. Not with each other, though. We don't mean it like that. That's with the Rumble 2000. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. No, didn't do it. Blue balls. There we go. Best tag team in WF during this time. Road Dog and a microphone. <laughs> oh, there's Billy Gunn as well. Oh, hello, Billy. The choker. <laughs> wow, you're really big in real life. <laughs> That's more than two words. <laughs> Incidentally, ratings for Livewire this particular weekend were higher than oh, the ratings for WWE Backstage. Oof. I know the name, but what is... That? Anyway, so here we can see the Hollies currently running uh, for the contender of dumbest tag team of all time. <laughs> Hardcore Hollies with the tag title shot on No Mercy, the people you're watching. Last Smackdown, Costume Ridge Outlaws, the tag titles. Let's give you a little idea of the lay of the land. Um, God, it's weird having that particular point. On either side, just having the the gif, basically. It's basically what the Titantrons were, weren't they? Right. They were just big gifs. Here we go. Here's Hardcore Stupid, Crash Stupid, The Stupid. Is there, was there, has there ever been more of an asinine way to lose a championship opportunity than this? I can't think of one. That's it, Jim Ross, rub it in. It's personal. <laughs> yeah, they're not the cleverest of, uh, of, of of chaps. Do they really acknowledge that on commentary, or do they just go, oh, they lost the belts, oh, well, I don't know, they're having the uh, Stuff happens. Yeah. Was it... And, and I've not found anything in the Observer that suggests this, but was the whole title change thing to pop a rating? It had to be. It had to be, didn't it? Well, we know how important the ratings are around this time. Uh, currently losing to Everybody Loves Raymond repeats. <laughs> and I don't think a Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly tag title run was about to start that. But what do we know? We haven't seen next week's episode, have we, Tom? No, we absolutely have not. Incidentally, on this night, Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara potentially watching uh -huh. this show from a hotel room ahead of starting their new job on Monday for WCW. Oh, that's nice. Where are they going? Uh, they are off Back to, to blockbusters. Yeah, oh, uh, they're off to go right for Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, they, we need to watch it one week. Just yeah, I think episode. we do. I think I want to watch an Ed Ferrara episode of Sonic the Hedgehog, the one where oh. Tails turns heel three times. <laughs> bro, hear me out, bro. They won't see it coming the third time. Knuckles removes a shirt to reveal another shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant is Knuckles' father. Next, next episode. I've never heard of Andre the Giant. <laughs> we just forget about it, bro. Move on, bro. It's fine. No one remembers. I was supposed to lose to Sonic in this episode. <laughs> Did I do the job for you? I like... But on this, in this episode, Tails and Robotnik have to team up. That's right. The wacky tag team guys who just can't <laughs> get along. 
I only ever remember one circumstance where um, Sonic and Dr. Robotnik teamed up. When was that? It was in Sonic the Comic. In the UK. Yeah. I don't know whether they used to read Sonic the Comic. They had their own sort of Sonic-based universe. And yes. there was... A, and uh, and the, the and Metal Sonic had, had, yeah. had, had started building clones of himself. Because yes. Metallics... The, the Brotherhood yeah, the of Metallics. Yep. The Brotherhood of Metallics took over the Miracle Planet. And therefore, the only way to stop them was for Sonic and Dr. Robotnik to team up. Yeah, because they've been, they've been gestating... Christ, that bum. Gestating uh, Metal Sonics in the Secret Zone through the Omni Viewer. I haven't thought oh, about this for this some time. Is so Tom. exciting, mate. I'm discovering that you're a fan of If you're of a fan of the Holy and New Age Outlaws, just skip the next If you're a fan of wrestling, cause... then you're not going to get much out of this. Because so far, we've yeah. talked, to, we've tiered Nelson Fraser. We've talked about Membier Madly and Sonic the Nelson <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> Held captive by the WWFE. He's not in the union. Inspired the and true. <laughs> Inspired and admired by the wrestling community. <laughs> Tiered Nelson Fraser. You cheered him as Mabel. Now boo him as Big Daddy V. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, this and uh, this and uh, don't you forget about Keith. Going on it's the Cultaholic Christmas for, album. For knockoff Weird Al. It really has been an odd week for... Stupid Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what a horrible... Oh, okay, he got it. He was losing him there. He was losing purchase. Anyway, the reason why I froze when you said that was in a moment of weirdness, actually. I went through some stuff in my home and realized that I'd been carrying around the original bit of Sonic the Comic artwork that I bought from one of the artists when he did a thing at... Um, Newcastle Library. Which artist? Years ago. Oh, man, I'll have to check. He, he did... If I, throw he some na- if I throw some names at you, will you know it? Nigel Kitching. It's not Nigel Kitching. Richard Elson. I think it's Richard Elson. <gasps> yes. You met Richard Elson? Oh, mate, I'm jealous. I didn't, know if he was, I didn't even know he was going to be there. But I was meeting somebody else who was like, hey, tweet at me like, oh, I'm in Newcastle, do, I do comics and stuff. I went, oh, hello, I'll come meet you. And he went, yeah. And he happened to say, did, did you ever read Sonic the Comic? And I'm like, I'm like and I always thought he was joking because I'm like, I... I effing loved Sonic. As I was talking about the podcast one time, my mum was kind of less than impressed when she'd take me to church every Sunday. It's really into that whole God thing. Because you'd, run, you'd went, run in a loop collecting rings. And <laughs> and she was like, you know, the, the concept of the the Holy Trilogy, you know. God, Jesus. Sonic, Tails and Knuckles. Cactus Jack, Mankind and Dude, love. And I was like, oh, my Holy Trinity would be Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bret Hart and sorry, the hedgehog. And she's like, no, it's not. No. And I said that, and proud fan Matt McKnight uh, did a lovely illustration of the. Oh, oh my, <laughs> my God. Bret Hart was top, of course. Obviously. You know. He proved the Jesus. Well, I was going to suggest if John Eiley would fancy doing a frosted uh, church window that <laughs> contained Mafu, Bret Hart. No, I'm not there. I'm a part of the whole Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As if this wasn't sacrilegious enough, yes, I'm there. No. <laughs> the church one, one of these is the best he'll ever be, be whoever will be. One oh, of, no. One of oh, these is epic. <laughs> one of these is an epic dude. And the other is Jesus. Jesus 
<laughs> I could see it coming from all the way down yeah. the street. I was like, yeah, Tom, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, big uh, flying nothing oh, there, mate. Just as well as he got his foot up. I love a good flying nothing. I love uh, a good flying nothing from Bob Ollie. Stupid <laughs> idiot. No idiot drove your car off the tracks. <laughs> what? I don't know if that happened or not, but let's just say it did. Sparky you know, who wouldn't do that? Sonic and Sonic Drift 1 no. and 2. Oh, he so, certainly wouldn't. Big being Sonic the comic fan, I went and was like, wait, wait, Elson? Yeah. And he, I was like, oh, and I, I told him, like, wow, wow. What, what a huge fan I was and how influential it was as a kid. He went, it's lovely hearing this from people. We literally had no idea oh. about the impact we had on so many people until the last few years. It changed my life. When people like me were like, oh, you know. Every fortnight, that was my day. That was my life. Because it was getting really... that, Going to the shop of the road and getting that comic. Yeah. That was my life. It was every two weeks, uh, for, fortnightly to you non-Americans. And it, the stories were solid. They were, they great. were they, they amazing. And they ebbed and ebbed pretty far away from the cartoons, which is probably for the best. Well, they ebbed far away from everything. It was just its yeah. own. They made their own little universe, as you said. The Fleetway, I believe, is the universe that it's called online to differentiate from the other side of the comic in America. And yeah, god damn. The artwork was from... And so the, the artwork I got from in there, which was like, oh, I'm selling the original artwork. I went, what? No kidding. I'm like, oh, how much? What do you think it's... It was like maybe 20 quid. I'm like, yeah, oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, I was in between up. jobs. I'm like, I just want to eat for a week. Yeah, come yeah. on, here's 20 quid. I found oh. that from somewhere. And uh, got it. And I've had it around for so long, but uh, the frame had broken. I realized it was just shoved among some other stuff. It was safe and everything, but it was like, why is this not framed? And I literally put it up in a frame two days ago from Wilkinson's. Oh, I braved mate. the crap British weather that we do very well, other With... than Shepherd's Pie, thanks for <laughs> to go get that and put that up. And it's now above my bed. Oh, the hug, Holly dropkick. Thank you. Now you're like, uh, okay. Well done. Okay, so Brett, the Brett old, Hart, the... Jesus Christ, Sonic the Hedgehog, and, and there's room left over, the hug, Holly dropkick. <laughs> Best dropkick ever. The, the dream combo for Sonic the Comic, uh, when you had a comic that was written by Nigel Kitching, drawn by Richard Elson, and mm. the lettering was by Elita Fell. Mm. Oh, that was the, the lettering? That was, yeah, that was the dream. No, that, wow. that was my dream oh. combo. When you had Ellie Deville was also quite good for the lettering, but if you had Kitchen Elson Fell, you were onto a winner. Kitchen he, was also a good artist. He had his own style, which I quite liked. Yeah. When it was if it was written and drawn by Nigel Kitchen, you're normally in for a good time. Obviously, do you remember the was the captain, the pirate captain? Um, yeah, don't tell me. Enough. Don't tell me. Wasn't it was the Captain Plunder? Uh, captain Plunder. That was it. It's from it's from that, and it's one of those fully. Fully painted one. Picture of Captain Plunder. It's it's one of the fully like, beautiful artwork as well. So very aware how we are narrow casting this uh, particular I mean, podcast. I am uh, paying attention to this exciting match. Captain Plunder and he had yeah, she was name like for his pirate. Right, right, right. They made their own little yeah, the, yeah, yeah stuff, the, uh, so. the spice maidens for a spice while. Spice maiden, that's right. Uh, they were literally named like tarragon cinnamon. Yeah, etc. Yeah. Was he involved with the fundamental four? Or were they a separate, a no, the separate being? No, the four were uh, Chaotix. Oh, they fought Chaotix, did they, in the, in the I special I love this conversation, by the way. It's amazing. And I love that I've met, like you were saying before, and about Heartbreaker. Mm. I haven't, like, I don't look at something the comic, but you said that, and I was, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't be silly. Actually, you're wrong, and here's why. <laughs> you're unfortunately fine. I've been very lucky in my life to... To be talking uh, my, to my three, My three thing, my three um, pillars of... of Childhood uh, were radio, pro wrestling, and Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm very blessed to have got to 35, and two of those three have made me a living. Right. 
So if, if anybody, if Sonic the Hedgehog ever makes a comeback in comic form, I'd love to write for you or maybe draw for you. I'm quite good at drawing Sonic the Hedgehog. I will mention you in a popular video series. Oh, by the way, Sonic the Hedgehog, the official Twitter account follows me. Oh, and there's mate, only like jealous. 20 or 30 accounts he follows. And I've messaged him. He's never said why. I don't know who it is, but I'm, I'm flattered. I said, I am literally, my gimmick is famous people know me. I'm happy with it. <laughs> Billy Gunn, never met you. That's why. <laughs> Just saying, you're not the tag team champion right now. What about wrestling for, mate? <laughs> see, Billy Gunn, the reason why he's not the tag champion is he's going, wasn't there like a Felix the Cat ripoff with Captain Plunder? I'm like, yes, there was. <laughs> yes, there was. It was a complete ripoff of Felix the Cat, wasn't it? Like a black cat. It was. It was. Can't remember yeah. what the black cat was called. Famous around to the chair. Nice. Felix the Fat. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past them to call it Felix the Fat. It may have been. Yeah, Captain Plunder and the Spice Maidens. Do you remember when... Da, 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 da. This is a bit of stock music. It's really good stock music. So it is. It has been heard in such films as uh, Dodgeball. Ah. With, uh, isn't there a um, isn't there a couple Vince of porn, porn films with this soundtrack in as well? I hope so. Imagine give you some mixed signals and you hear alcoholic. I love alcoholic. I can't figure out why. Imagine imagine clapping them with this going on. We're really sorry if you come to us for insightful wrestling based discussion. I'm We've not. Been... <laughs> I'll take the blame. Yeah, there we go. It's the artwork. It's from. Um, it, it's not. This isn't the page. It's, 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 um, it's this uh, storyline. Is that, is that Nigel? <sighs> the artist is Nigel. Not Nigel Kitchen. Is it another Nigel? Mm. No. Not Roberto Corona. Roberto Corona? Roberto Coroma. Is it Roberto Coroma who did the artwork? I'm looking at the artwork that uh, Matthew has bought, and I'm trying to decipher if it's not. I'll take a photo when I want to get in tonight. Because that won't be Richard Elson. That's definitely not Richard Elson. I definitely tell you for a fact that's not Richard Elson's artwork. Yeah. That it looks like Roberta Corona. Oh, wait. Yeah, here's something to actually talk about. Um, oh, yeah, okay. The Jeff Jarrett situation. So, Jeff... Held hostage like the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, current Intercontinental Champion. Jeff Jarrett's contract expires the day before No Mercy 1999. And so... Bit of an issue there. However, it's not the realms of possibility that he would no show. Oh, it doesn't have to be there. And Jeff Jarrett offered to give him the title, whatever, and just make a storyline excuse. Jeff Jarrett died on the way to his home planet, whatever. <laughs> They'd done just the same thing with Ken Shamrock, the last pay per view, where, like I said, he wrestled Mr. Hughes once and went, nah, I'm done, mate. I'll go fight. I'll go fight in pride. It's much less uh, dangerous. And. So it's an interesting situation. Jim Ross has been blamed for this, but as Bruce Pritchard described in his podcast, we gave his perspective on it. Jim Ross's job and role was to take the hit and stuff like this. But pretty much everyone else had not seen it coming. Um, Jeff Jarrett blamed the fact that DWF was going public at the time and they had other stuff to be focusing on rather than Jeff Jarrett in a kind of title <laughs> champion. And so what happened then? Oh, according to Bruce, Jeff Jarrett just wanted the money that was owed to him. And... Which Bruce Bridge had no issues with. He got a check signed, did the job to China, made it look good, then shook everybody's hand, then left. Bruce Bridget is very nice about the mm. <laughs> circumstances of this. Jeff Jarrett himself said he agreed to come along. God, that was a horrible shot there by um, the gigolo. Oh, God! <laughs> right in the back of the head! He wasn't the gigolo, he was um, Actually, we don't, Do uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard. 
Yeah, wasn't Doctor was Dr. Tom <coughs> Richard and uh, <coughs> oh, they were both gigolos. They were heavenly bodies. They're heavenly but they bodies. Were, I thought the name implied that they were gigolos. No, 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 because he was Doctor Tom, or he was Doctor Tom Richard. Or he could be a gigolo on the weekends. Doctor Tom Richard, and then Jim, Jimmy Del Rey. Don't get much money. Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. But the heavenly bodies, they would. I thought the idea was that they were supposed. They thought they were. Yeah, they did. Like they, sexy stripper. Handsome type. Tom Pritchard. He didn't really do much, did he? Of that stripping type. No, it was but, just more... but I only remember that Del Rey was called Gigolo. He was. Hello, Gigolo, Gigolo. Hi. No, he was the Juggalo. <laughs> oh God! You like the insane car bossy. Going so, going off, going off topic slightly. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, the past ten minutes or so, the comic discussion. We're looking at a, um, a highlight Jarrett, reel of Jeff Jarrett no, being Jeff criminally Jarrett kills insane. Women. Kills women dead. <laughs> Can't see him without the music from Kill Bill playing. And yesterday, that's right. Back of the head. Back into with a coffee, a coffee pot. Because women make coffee when they're not breeding. Jared just hit her with a leg, sandwich. The legs in the stirrup, you know, <laughs> coffee pot the right of them, and bacon and eggs to the left. <laughs> and with their. With their feet somehow able to use the hoover just to do the bits around the... Oh, whatever. <laughs> Look, I'm making it up as I go along. So Jeff Jarrett is a lot less nice to himself than Bruce Pritchard would be, Tom. And he says flat out that he asked for the money that he was going to get, but figured that they would try and be as slow as possible than give the money that he was going to get from the residuals and everything else like that. Yes. They said yes. He stewed for about an hour and was angry about the fact that like he felt he'd been mistreated because Steve Austin did not want to do anything with Jeff Jarrett. And basically said that Jeff Jarrett would bring him down to his level. Austin would not bring Jarrett up to his. And said, you know what? I changed my mind. I want double what I just asked for <laughs> on the day. And when there really wasn't any time to replace him or, you know, take him out, whatever. Have Undertaker wrap his wrists just next to him or whatever. <laughs> uh, so said, yeah, all right. Got double what he wanted. Did what he could with China. I think the description he gave was China didn't know her ass from a hole in the ground. And then left. But then Vincent Mann still rang him after, after Jeff Jarrett said, hey, thanks thanks for all the fish or whatever. <clears throat> but Vincent Mann rang him and said, no problem. Uh, you've still got you know your shares in stock at WWF. Jeremy Rose head was that. And I think it's a, an amazing story because, yeah, here's Jeff Jarrett on an extension. <laughs> in the same way, uh, the only thing time I could think of this happen was Christian. His last ever appearance before going to TNA was at, oh, uh, what do I mean? Was it Taboo, Taboo Tuesday, 05? It was 05 he left? Yeah, so right. And he was one of the potential votes in one of the matches where he was someone's tag partner. And he did not win, but he was backstage pretending it. And I think they even had to say, I swear, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but they swear they said in commentary, there's Christian, who is no longer a W employee, by the way. Like, he... That, that that's it. Did they? I swear they said something. They had to actually meant they actually mentioned it. Like, uh, yeah, thank, thanks, Christian. Wish you all the best in the event, and that was it. Because they forgot. All right, you, you've gone. Oh, you are still on the voting for for taboo. So did they say it on commentary? I swear they said something about it on commentary. But this might be Nelson Mandela's. It might be the Nelson Mandela syndrome thing. You know, I'm going like, to everywhere. I'm gonna watch Taboo Tuesday and report back. On oh, this. not not Taboo Tuesday. Not fine. all of it. Obviously, I'm not I'm not ill. <laughs> you will be off the <laughs> Well, look, the woman's got a broom and other Jeff Jarrett phrases. <laughs> How we talk? Hey, you got a broom. Again, it's the bit where I use the Jamie Dundee line. 
He used an ECW. He had like three matches. You call that a knife. <laughs> he had three matches at ECW, and they all had amazing quotes from him because he was just, hey. What was it said? I'm from the South, where men are men and women are trained. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. So I think he's really hamming up the stereotype of uh, people from Tennessee. But the South shall rise, but the women won't. Oh, here we go. So let's see. Will Jeff Jarrett have the Midas touch on China? Will we get a match half as good as Ivory versus me? Oh, which might should do the the flap flapjack. The uh, what the hell do you call that? The, stun the gun. snake eyes. Sn stun gun, snake <clears throat> eyes, whatever. Better than Midian did. So you might say that China is a trained wrestler. This is a really this is a really weird time for China because obviously we're seeing her in matches uh, like this where she is time. the good weird guy. Time. <laughs> we I don't know if I'm a good guy or I'm not. If I hang out with Triple H, I'm not. If I'm on my own, I yeah. am. It's like when you have that one mate who's a bit of a bad influence. And when you hang around with him, you normally like, you know, you know, kick other people's cars and stuff. When you're on your own, you're quite nice. I'm right here, Tom. I know, mate. But you're, not, you're right, you're at school <laughs> and the, the teacher will write down, let the know pencil. Yeah, they're good when they're not with it. <laughs> Plays well, well like with them. others. Gives me all the glue I can sniff. So, <laughs> that was uh, Jeff Jarrett suplexing himself there. That's nice. <laughs> that didn't look that bad a suplex. But what do I know? I ain't a trained performer. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow, she's got so many bins around her. You might say she's I'm... laden with bin. <laughs> <laughs> she's dancing with me. <laughs> laden with bin. So, Tom, do you, did you watch the show when it happened? I remember watching this live. Oh, and wow. I remember really being into like the idea of China yeah. being the IC champion. Awesome. I remember thinking it was really cool. It makes sense because I'm one of these people that thinks it's okay if the bad guy says horrible things like he wishes death upon all womankind as long as the person who's getting all this gets their revenge. Exactly. I think often that can be forgotten about. As was seen by Shorty G losing to King Corbin and just adapting the name that the bully gave him. Yeah. The toilet lid. Oh, it's like supermarket sweep <laughs> There's 20 pounds for... What, what, I, what I like is the fact that if this match if this match were to happen in 2019, if you were to have a good housekeeping match in 2019, because of the way that WWE now currently exists as a corporate brand, you could probably get this sponsored. By Febreze. By Good Housekeeping magazine. <laughs> and like have their logo everywhere and you'd make a bit of money off it. Do you know the only other company to do a good housekeeping match? No, actually. ICW, Insane Championship Wrestling in Scotland. They did a series of good housekeeping matches. They basically made them almost like a tradition. Oh, I mean, they've had the battle over the sink, uh, Wolfie and uh, Liam Thompson. Were they good good housekeeping they matches? Were, they were. They were oh, called. I watched all of them. They were called good <laughs> housekeeping matches. Oh no, there's been Crap. three. Yes, they have. Yeah, they are called good housekeeping. Yeah, because the battle up Liam Thompson was homeless for a bit, but he had a sink, and that became his whole thing. Because then, during the square go. Uh, and I'll boil you to tears of explanation of this. Um, he came up, the, the, everyone, it's like the Royal Rumble, but uh, some people have a weapon. And he came up with a sink. And Wolfie went, no. And spiraled the head. <laughs> so they had the good, yeah, it would have been the good housekeeping. You're right. Mm. The first one they had of that, it was like, okay, they're fighting over a sink. And it was sweet. Yeah. If It really was one of the best matches they did that year. I think it's sometimes it's one of those things where if you're, if you're a solid wrestler and you've got a good story to tell, you can make most things work. Yeah. Like this. Oh, Whoa, that was the timing on that was nice because it Good. was literally the last sec. Oh, the big heart. Some big salami. The big salami. 
Hit it with a salami, boys! Whoop that salami output, lads. Good. Look at the timing. Whoa! Literally Jeez. the last second. Nice timing on that. Actually, that's very good. Oh, I think she's just trying to properly aim for him. So, you know the square go, which is yeah. ICW's version of the Royal Rumble? That's right. Um, does everybody get a weapon, or is it only four weapons? Yeah, it's only a few people. Who only a handful of people are allowed weapons. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any room yeah. to do stuff. It's a random little little quirk to add in. Oh, by it's the way, it's just some how do you know weapons. it's... Well, you know how it is. You, what? <laughs> and, and fish. And fish. And fish. And a fish. How much for the fish? <laughs> Slap. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, so that works. It's how people change a bit of a song and go to a completely different beat. Like how we were just saying beforehand, how Two Unlimited had the song Travel Dance, and then out of nowhere, the Immortals came out with more combat. Right. With just that bit of a tweak. So Jeff Jarrett back on offense. Wee, a bugger. And there you go. So Jeff Jarrett at this point very much is, has he got the money in his bag? I presume he's hidden a check somewhere. He might hit China with a giant bag of money with a, <laughs> with a wacky dollar sign on the front like it's a 1940s film. But I like the fact that it's Jeff Jarrett, yeah, who, who has been treated badly by the company, who's been made to feel foolish and and, and, and as people refuse to work with him and stuff. And he's very much putting over China on the way out. It is Regardless oh, of yeah, like, absolutely, oh, absolutely. and I think that's forgotten in time. Everyone thinks, oh, Jeff Jarrett held the company to ransom and all this. Stuff. Well, no, Jeff Jarrett wanted the money that he was owed and offered to put, you know, and made sure that when he left, China was put over strong. Mm. Like, what more can yeah. you do? Plus, it's not Jarrett's fault they forgot. Oh, it's true, actually. Oh, I forgot you were employed. Plus, you know, the other company. Oh... They look like they have fun in this match as well, which I think is cool. And again, Jeff Jarrett could make... It's also the fact, like, who can we put with China that's going to make China look good? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, there's... On the roster right now, there's Jeff Jarrett. So... <laughs> this is it. It's a real lack of of depth in the mid-card. Well, of course, there was somebody that could have made her look good. But oh. he's wrestling The Rock later on. Oh, God. Forgot about that. It's the ascent of the British Bulldog. Where's my title shot? Here. <laughs> You're literally the IC champion. Oh, thanks. Throw spin. At Dunk. That, at title shot. <laughs> Throw spin. Throw. Girl. Cur, <laughs> girl. I don't care. Bam. Oh, and the juicy oh, bits. Oh, right. I thought you Jeffany Jarrett getting the juicy bits dropped. Oh, that's the... See, I, like I didn't that. see this match first happened. I read the WF magazine, which had all the photos of all the spots like that, and it was like, oh, yeah. this match looks amazing. I remember that in WF magazine. They'd have pictorials of oh, pay-per-views, wouldn't they? made everything look great. Yeah. Because it was just the tongs to the balls. I mean, they still uh, do that on WWE.com anyway. They still just have photos that make each oh, match look, look phenomenal. Yeah, and... Uh, we're discussing this with somebody in the office. He goes, who else looks at these photo galleries other than people making videos to the <laughs> thumbnail? It's very true. I mean, Mike, the only reason I'm at, like, like, I know that a lot of people say there's not an ADW, there's not an AEW photo gallery. Yeah, like, well, that annoys well, me. But the many people who, who I hear say that are journalists. Yeah. So it shows you the, the importance is with journalists. 
That might have to take a print screen with daily motion instead. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Ozzy busted open. Did that kitchen sink? Actually, wow. Not with flour on his head as well. Jesus Christ, it's going to be a mess. Looks like a meringue. <laughs> <laughs> Into the cake. Oh. oh, go on, China. Don't miss. Oh, okay. Pedigree. Pedigree into the cake. That is a spot and a half, that if is. If I knew you were uh, leaving, I'd a big ticket. Teddy, move! Teddy, move! <laughs> Flipping oh, at Teddy. Teddy! Oh, Teddy, you've ruined everything. Teddy! Man, the little Teddy bear. <laughs> God, good stop. shout, that. No, no, it wasn't, Tom. But like, I uh, oh, hang on. Go on. Sonic 2 is better than Sonic 1. Oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared. Oh, yeah, we get the old um, the old dusty finish. Imagine if you knew this, the, the exact second there, you knew the story in Hell Ransom. You saw it. What? Mm. But Dave, Dave just flipping. Like, and then right, Jeff, right on the table <laughs> so fast, it's, it's on fire. Jeff's jumping over the uh, barricade. Vince is chasing him out, and Jeff's blowing him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd have been amazing. So who comes out to... Oh, it's Teddy, in it? Teddy sorts it. I mean, Jerry Law... Oh, that's right. This is the best. Yeah. He... Only household items apply in this match. Yeah. The WWF IC title is no longer a household, especially not for Jeff Jarrett anymore. But then Jerry Lawler says, it is in Jeff's house. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I saw your line, Lawler. There you go. But it can be for you if you go to www.shop.com and have a spare $250 <laughs> for the Fink. Alternately, $30 and the Hepners in the car park after the show. <laughs> Whoa, Teddy. You can't put Teddy in the figure four. He's not a woman. Now, this is a bone of contention right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, hang on. Oh, kaplonk. Is a guitar a household item? There my, you go. Lawler said it for me. That's my issue. Uh, yeah. I'd say yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because it will. It's not my house. Uh, my mum has one. That's and it. she has one just to lie around the house. And I tried playing it one time. She's like, put my guitar down. I'm like, <laughs> it's literally supposed to be played, mum. And she went, I don't care. It's not yours. Put it around the corner. And it's since never moved. She said, put it down. Play WrestleMania 2000. I'm going upstairs for an hour. Yeah, I went, plunk, 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 plunk. Betty, she went, no, no. I'm going upstairs. I'm going upstairs with, uh, with, with my friend for a, a couple of hours. Play that as loud as you want. <laughs> I didn't tell you, did I? Oh, no. My mum wants to... Stop by and say hello. Does she? See when? She doesn't listen to these podcasts, thank Christ. <gasps> oh! Uh, next week. Bring in Mama, Mama Greg. Does she want to watch SmackDown with us? No, because she might listen to me for once. <laughs> I'll have to somehow tell her, by the way. <coughs> this is this is me, her, when I get in. <laughs> you want her? Mate, I'm so excited to meet Mama Greg. I just wondered I would tell you. I think I'll just... I'm going to make sure. I don't I mean. want to have any warning. Oh my god. Bulldog sweaty wet hoodie. That's the best photo they could. They might as well use one from 91. Like Dynamite Kid's still in the frame. There are cameramen at every episode of WWF television. No one stops to take a photo of the Bulldog. 
Now, this definitely deserves a high video package. I'm really excited you told me that your mum's coming in so I can prepare the, the one banger of a line that you always do when you meet someone's mum. Where you go, Oh, Matthew! You didn't tell me you were bringing your sister into work! You effing creep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dropping that line on your mama. <laughs> you didn't tell me you had a sister, mister. <laughs> Tom, you know you got to at least have an N64 game with you if you want to play that with <laughs> Mate, I'm bringing in my old N64. Bringing in Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, well, we put it like that. <laughs> mum, Tom, Tom, mum. <laughs> We're going upstairs for an hour. Uh, bulldog, right. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Guess refereeing. Rock style. <laughs> Show it. Show it. Here it is. If it didn't take three days, a copy of... God knows what you'd use. And then actually hooking up the VCR to computer. That would have been gifts everywhere. Oh, God, yeah. God, I'm trying to think, how would you use it? Make a gift. No, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting. This look a bulldog talking. You just have, a, you just have like, clip art that you'd move left and right. MS Paint every frame. What an absolute chopper. Stood there with a Raw is War t-shirt on. Christ. I want to fight the rock. I don't know how good I've got it right now. In the I've completely the misjudged the situation. You are in. You are on the hottest wrestling TV show in the world. You are facing the hottest wrestling star on the planet. And you just look like you can't be arsed. But then you do stuff like this. I kind of get it. This happened. <laughs> this happened. Oh, oh well, we're, I'm glad that we're not eating during this podcast. Yeah, me too, mate. I'm really glad I'm not eating. Oh, God. Jesus. I'm glad this match happened after this pay-per-view. Oh, no, wait. This is the build-up. Yeah. Surely then Bulldog's going over tonight. That's the flattest bump Bulldog has taken oh. since he's come <laughs> back. And only because someone he had said, a... Someone says you watch Raw. Why? Bulldog takes a really crappy bump. He <laughs> does every week. He takes it on the softest surface possible, a big tray of dog poo. Can every match be a dog poop match, Vince? Can I just fall onto dog poop only? Into dog poop. Christ, the state of him. He looks like a bloody... That's like he's been... That's like he's been stung. Oh, God. That's like he's been stung by a wasp with steroids. Oh. <laughs> you think you would have had a wash after dog poop match? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. You know what? It's like your dad's mate from the pub, innit? Who's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> he is, isn't he? He does not exude. And I'm not, and I don't mean speak ill of the dead. Like, British Bulldog's place in wrestling history is very much certain. But, like, oh. he exudes no star power at all. There is nothing about him at this point in time. Like, I am flabbergasted that he got this high up the cart. Right in the middle of the Rocket Sock Connection feud, which has been on fire, on fuego on TV. And uh, will they, won't they? Are they going to get along? Val Venus and Mankind and The Rock kind of. And this just, oh yeah, by the way, Bulldog's here. He's not even third on The Rock's list. That's why this match is on fourth. It's a pay-per-view. 
It's the lowest Rock's been on the pay-per-view in a while. Oh. Rock's fuming. But luckily, this will set up Bulldog for that white... Oh, wait, wait, let me just look. So <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. He sets him up for quite the drop. <laughs> which we'll talk about next week. Rock should have been, like, on his phone coming to the ring, like, all right, okay. He would have still looked like he cared more than Bulldog. Jeez. Yeah, Rock, this should be interesting, because Rock isn't selling much for people below him right now. He's just on that Val Venus match in SmackDown. And Bulldog is literally incapable of selling anything right now. <laughs> this is like trying to put two magnets of the same type together. This is quite the affair that is coming our way. And no mercy! Live! From the Gundarina. Which is probably now called like the Gundarina. Domino's Pizza yeah, Arena. Yeah, let's, or let's have a look and see what the Gundarina is called. Better than uh, Domino's Pizza Arena, I'm predicting. Hopefully, I'll look up and the match is over. The, the, uh, the SP Holdings Arena. The, the Autoglass Arena. Ohio. <laughs> Wow. The Maltese now Arena. Known, are you ready? Oh. The Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Oh, God almighty. Rocket Mortgage Oh, go arena. Cleveland Gladiators. What else is happening in this arena? Uh, home of the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Monsters. The American Hockey League. American Mo Cleveland Monsters. And the Cleveland State Vikings. Hmm. Uh... Wow, what a great Wikipedia page. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Wow, the 2016 Republican National Convention. That's nice. <laughs> great. I love, I'm loving this. Uh, Mac Madness became a huge draw for the arena in 2001. Mm, tell me oh, okay. SummerSlam 96, headlined by Shawn Michaels versus Vader, where I want to re-edit that industrial light magic style to have Vader winning. Uh, Invasion 2001. Oh, goody. Nothing but, nothing but hits here. Survivor Series 2004. Yeah. What given 2008? Oh, the one with all the championship scramble matches. This poor place. They hate Ohio. <laughs> TLC and Stairs 2014. Oh, God. TLC and Stairs. I forgot that. Fastlane with Lesnar, Reigns, and Ambrose. Oh, that was all right. And F Fastlane 2019. The one with the Shields uh, penultimate thing. Okay, well. Well, there you go. This is... Uh, we should eat during this match. We probably should, you know. Come on. No, right. no. Be warned, no. we are going to eat during the match. No. Bulldog, who has not left his feet yet. Oh, he's, he just... You know what? He looks sore. That's the best way to describe <laughs> it. He looks like somebody that when... He looks like somebody that when they stand up from a chair, they go... Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking to death. I managed to laugh at that. They, that, was, that was awesome, Tom. It's like they groan as they get out of the chair. <laughs> They make that noise with the standing up, sitting down, or breathing. So if they're talking to you whilst oh, they're stretching, their voice changes. Like, what do you want for tea tonight? <laughs> or they make the effort of emphasizing that when you go, E, do you fancy going out to... Uh, not tonight. That's, that's my pretending to think. Oh, I remember this. What? What are you doing? I can drink a bum. <laughs> God, the, the referee was like, you're right. No. <laughs> he was like, don't worry, Bull, don't worry, he's alive. <laughs> Bulldog looks dead. <laughs> Again, like the safest bump possible. Like, I want to make sure I complete this roll before I hit the buckle. 
Oh, the crappy rock neck breaker. That was the wrong move to do to Bulldog 99. Bad rock neck breaker. Wow, straight up. Plus wow, appalling Bulldog bump. See how quickly he got up then? He's just going through the motions, Bulldog. Oh, I feel bad slagging off a fellow countryman, but come on. This is... This is... This is... The <laughs> it's the oh, the stolen suplex that... Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought Holly did that earlier. <laughs> Holly Billy Gunn. Holly held him up longer. <laughs> Billy Gunn's the size of friggin' oh. Essex. Yeah, rest, chin lock. Oh, look how mad the rock looks. Chin lock. Really, a chin lock? Have a rest. <laughs> how annoyed he was. Like, are you, are you, are you kidding the rock? <laughs> <laughs> the rock's like, one day I'll be a famous movie star. It'll be fun. <laughs> Oh, look, it's only a house show. No, <laughs> it's a pay-per-view. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Bloody hell. I love the idea of The Rock going, Is it? Bloody hell. <laughs> Bulldog's like, It's a pay-per-view. Bloody hell. Jesus H. Christ. This is something special. I think if it had been anybody else, we would have probably just talked through it, but I think we've got this special friendship with the Bulldog oh. now by watching these because... He has been so crap. I mean, build on just, just the TV version of Bulldog, not like, oh, look how bad he is. The fact that he's gone through dog poop the week before and he's wrestled the rock on baby view. A, a complete misfire yeah. there. Again, I, I love to know the reason why this match happened. What, what you, the hell what was that? It's a Samoan pig and drop. Oh, God. He's just. <laughs> Rocket must be livid. <laughs> Rock, I'm, Rock must be foaming. <laughs> He's like a Pokemon right now. I'm going to say one word. <laughs> that one word is Chinlock. Chinlock Rock. This, this, oh, for the love oh, of holy God. This is just too funny. You know what? I don't want my title shot anymore. The, the, Rock, <laughs> the Rock pretending to be Andre the Giant now. The Rock has to really change his move set up for Bulldog. He was actually scheduled to wrestle the Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, Christ, that would have been even far more nimble. So, some, of the, some of the same level and skill as him. Three! Ha! Ah! The Rock is just like, I don't know what to do here. I've never... <laughs> I, I never noticed how disgusted The Rock was. Oh. The Rock was just like... Oh, <laughs> Take it home, lads. <laughs> I love. What about, what about the Manchester? Oh, this is so. Oh, the bad. power slam. The oh, walking power slam. Christ. The lumbering power slam. <laughs> That's it. Bulldog wow. wins. Bulldog wins. What a way! Like, gee, like, do you know what? This is this is what drives me mental, right? Okay, dog poop bit aside. No one could do any more for the Bulldog than they've done. Like, he's been in a top feud with the biggest star in the company. The biggest star in the company couldn't kick out of the running power slam. He had to rely on his foot on the ropes to survive it. Like, how much more do you need to do? Uh, quick, rock bottom. Oh, get no, the back bump. Oh. Back bump bottom, get this done. <laughs> Like Bulldog's like, oh, do you know what? I, imagine the relief in Bulldog's face right now. He's yeah. like, that's me done for the night. I'm lying here. Mate, <laughs> Lie down for a rest off match. <laughs> mate, that match made Undertaker versus Goldberg look like Masawa oh. Kabashi. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, do you know what? Uh, crowd's happy, though. That match should have been short. <laughs> I really feel like that match should have been. Punch, 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 punch. Running power slam. Rock barely kicks out. Punch, punch, rock bottom. People's elbow. One, two, three. Everybody go home. 
God, look, he looks oh, so angry. My. He looks so God. angry. I don't know whether I'm he's... sure some of that's acting at the same time. Yeah. Just the fact he had to pause and like he's gone. just stood there. He's gone. He ain't sticking around. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't hot dogging and grandstanding. He's gone. He's done for the night. He has gone back just to kick off. There's your eyebrow. I've yeah. made me money. I'm, go I'm done for the night. He looks... What an arse. He looks less happy beating Bulldog than he did when he lost to Hurricane. <laughs> At least, at least he enjoyed. At least, like he was up for supporting the hurricane, I guess. Oh. Hey, meanwhile on Sunday night, he Jerry Lawler was being a massive pervert. Yeah, keep, yeah, that, that's keep how a lot of work, though. Oh, you gross old <laughs> man! You dirty old fecker! <laughs> you dirty old fecker! Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm Jerry Lawler. I looked at woman's pants. <laughs> Grim. Yeah, thanks. And yeah, now no, he, no one uh, seems to care. He's like, yeah, all right, all right, tit. And now, a career-defining ladder match. <laughs> Built up by that. It's almost like a kid's thing. like, oh, look, a hot one. Move out of the way. It's Edgy Christian versus the Hardy Boys. <laughs> now, here's the match that makes this pay-per-view worth watching. But I can't remember a bloody thing about it. Mm. Apart from a few calls from Jim Ross. What is great is at this point, I don't think the crowd appreciate what they're about to see. Some of them That's are what on I the like way about there. this. Yeah, some of them are on, on the way there, but th this is it. This is their coming out party. Not like that. I, I'm looking at more. I'm looking at the crowd. I can see more signs for Hardcore Holly than I can see for <laughs> Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. Well, I mean, come on. I know they're super heavyweights. But that's what's quite exciting about watching this one now in comparison to what we just saw with Bulldog and Rock. I love Replacing oh. that. Imagine if Rock, Bulldog had followed this. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the in that dressing room when The Rock comes back. He's just like, what was that, lads? And there probably was a lot of flies after that match. <laughs> this is a ladder match. So do you remember this match? I remember I remember Fink's call there. I remember a couple of spots in it. I remember the finish because the finish became the animation for every ladder match That's in right. No Mercy on the N64. If I remember correctly. So this is so I'm excited to watch this for, for afresh oh. again. On the same show as not the ministry, not the brood. So what would have happened here? Normally they come through the the stage, don't they? Especially in the stage where they come up. Yeah. This is on the ground. Mm. So what would have happened while everybody was looking at the ring? Gangrel, Matt and Jeff would have stood in a particular spot on the stage for a while as somebody walked around with 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 special mats and lighter fluid. Then somebody would have lit it, ran off, and they'd have had to stand there and hope nobody catches fire. <laughs> that is exactly... That's what happened, isn't it? Secrets of Wrestling Revealed. <laughs> She's an actress. <laughs> they don't even hit each other. There you go, a sack of cash. Is that that's <laughs> Jesus? We haven't got a briefcase yet. It's a it's a big right. bag of like, <laughs> bulldog, bulldog. No, mate, it's money. <laughs> What's in the bag, like? No, bulldog. It's not what you think it is. Is that from my bag in the back? <laughs> no wonder my performance was so sluggish. Wonder where it went. <laughs> He called himself the Rock, so I thought, like... <laughs> I think maybe, Bulldog, maybe they hung that up there before the match started with Bulldogs. <laughs> That's what distracted him. 
Someone said, hey, what's the crack? You go, whoa, 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 whoa. Now we're talking. Where's the crack? More like. Um, You're a bit late. <laughs> oh, they're done. Oh, oh okay. bye. <laughs> they were leaving. Well, if you do any more bulldog puns, Tom, we're leaving. <laughs> so there's some free uh, big bag of dough. Eight, $400 redos, I believe. Hey, everybody in that ring, hands up if you've been a WWE champion. Not you, Matt. <laughs> Everyone but Matt. Sorry, Matt. Oh, no, well, Matt was ECW uh, sci-fi champion. Uh, I like how you say he was ECW on sci-fi champion. Exactly. I hate when we go, the lineage goes all the way to from Rhino to Ezekiel Jackson. I'm like, leave me alone. Well, it technically does, does it not? The belt was, I can't think of a funny no, way to actually, say no, shut up. No, because the belt was was reintroduced in 2006. Yeah. So therefore, Things like it that technically had a break. If he'd beaten Rhino... Does it, annoy, right. does it annoy you more that the World Heavyweight Championship claims the lineage goes back to George Hackenschmidt? Do they really? Yeah, quite a few times they reference like the World oh, Heavyweight no, Championship. They did, they? And they yes, say like, from the 1901. That's right. And it's like, no, that's insane. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. For over it's, 50 years, the dominating force. Like, no, no, you haven't. But then they argue with the argue. <laughs> the first time my dad sold fruit on the side of the road, we're counting that as the start <laughs> of the WWF. Ridiculous. The, argu the argument would Shut be up, like. Shut up, Gangrel. <laughs> no, Gangrel, you're not good enough for a lot of match. Get away. Go do Backdoor Sluts 9. Oh! <laughs> say, Jeff still takes bumps like that. <laughs> He, he also had a horrible drug addiction, so... Oh, my God! Wow! Jesus. What a great dropkick off the apron. I'm glad most of these guys are retired now. <laughs> you can see why uh, Xbox had issues with guys like Michael Hayes, who were the agents for these matches, and it would just pretty much go out there and do this and jump off this, and Xbox would be like, okay, but you're not teaching them how to do anything, really. You just teach them how to, like, do crazy dives and hurt themselves. Yeah. You're not teaching them what actually learning. Teaching the basics. I think it was Xbox or someone else just said, like, oh, Michael's like, and then you dive off this and you dive off that, and one we came along and can you dive off that, Hayes? How about you do it? Just <laughs> jump down. How about, can you do that? Amazing. You dive off that high thing and you know hurt yourself. You gonna dive, Hayes? No, of course you're not. You're gonna dance around to Bad Street. I do like the the Bad thing right from hell. The way that Xbox tells it. Him and Hayes again. Because we saw a lot of issues. Everyone had issues with Hayes and his uh. Well, you know. And uh, he said that he said all right. Nuts to this. He was so liquored up that he decided to cut his mullet. Yeah, I remember and he said hearing that. When that. he did, but he way he tells us like everyone was looking at him going, "You're not, you're not," and he went, held it up, and like, like waited for like the bill, like ooh, and then did it. And he said the entire plane popped like it was Austin in '99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what a great match. <laughs> it is though. That's the thing. See, things when you go through stages of what you like. Uh, I I think Jeff's the person you like watching the first time because he's the craziest and has the coolest hair. But God, Matt Hardy's run as ECW on Sci-Fi Champion. I say that I know I say that in a silly way. No, but he had a, he had a great match and a great live experience from the crowd, doing like with a punch and one facial expression. Yeah, it was, God, they're going all out with these bumps. Like, I always enjoyed Matt Hardy versus Evan Bourne. That was good for the ECW title. That Matt Hardy versus Mark Henry series. Yeah, that was. Did Mark Henry win that in the end? Uh, Mark he Henry was champion become... and Mark Hardy beat him. Right. That was and it. They were so impressed they signed Mark Henry and had him be crap for a while before eventually going, hey, we should do him like he was on the ECW. <laughs> oh. God, the, the bump that Christian is... took after landing. That is one of the lower end bumps on the ladder from the ladder at this particular Hold point. Hold on, what's the thing? I'll talk about how to do that. <laughs> 
We were told we could do that now, Matt. <laughs> That's why the rock was mad. <laughs> All I wanted was one ladder bump. <laughs> All I asked for. Are there stories of this is sorry this anybody? Is like, oh, this was anybody backstage annoyed with how much these guys threw themselves into each other because there was very much a a perceived idea at this point in the WWF that you stayed in your lane, i.e., you didn't have a match that was better than the main event, and you and you right worked underneath. I'm sure there must have been some. I can't remember them saying any specifically people picking on them, but at the same time, they've literally been put in the position of go nuts. Mm. So exactly, I mean, there have been examples when people have done too much. Uh, one I can remember off the top of my head was Diane Doring and Roadkill wrestled the FBI on a dark match. That was what I was thinking of. Yeah, I love the story, and that, that, that may, might be released on re unreleased or whatever. And Doring says, Heyman said, All right, there, go out there and go nuts, do do everything, do they should be special, basically. So they did on the dark match, and apparently, they did like loads of tag team finishes and stuff like that um, and it was described as I remember I was like a, a really good match and people furious backstage going what the hell are you doing on the dark match you stole the show on the dark match no one's ever going to see it and you've killed the live crowd great and they was like oh sorry apparently one thing is they did some finishes but they were like other teams but he said I can't believe you did you know the heart attack goes and he went oh it's 2001 <laughs> Brett and Anvil aren't doing it. <laughs> I love that they were hot. They were using the heart attack. The leg drop. Hogan yeah, did I don't know that. They did, but I was like, one of them two. Like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh. Also, the demolition decapitation. <laughs> that mindset's really. The drop kick of the rope. The rock and roll will never work here again. <laughs> I like that that mindset seems to have changed to an extent. Oh, well, absolutely. In the sense that you watch like NXT. I mean, the, the great example of that is NXT UK takeovers where everybody is out there going, all right, MF, yeah. we're going to go and have it. And I love that. And you can, f yeah. and that's why oh, I'm always. Oh, there's a leg. Beautiful. So I'm always pulling for NXT UK because it's like every oh. time they have like a takeover event, they, they, they are so G'd up like, right, we're going to absolutely wreck this. We're going to have the best show of the year. And, you know, yeah, with the card that we've got. People are going to watch. For six months. The, my match of the decade, one of my matches of the decade is oh, Tyler Bate versus Volta. It's just phenomenal. Oh, it was very good. It was, it was maybe even better than their progress match, which is funny. In a way. Nice. Well, there's people stood up here and it's not even near the finish. That's what. That's it. Because they're like, whoa, guys, guys, put down the beer. Yeah, this is, this is what I love. Everybody has stopped to watch this match. I think before they were like, oh, okay, it's, it's the rock's yeah. been on, let's all go to the bar. Yeah. And now it's like, whoa, hang on a minute. They're not slowing down at all. There's no, there's no like. Because you think oh, about the positioning all... of this match, it's between the rock and Bulldog and Mankind and Valvinus. So this is almost like, and I know, I know this, I'd like to think that they were cleverer than this. It's almost like this is the break match. The rock spin out, let's cool the crowd down. It's a different type of match. It's a. Uh... Yeah, but this is not a cool the crowd down but, type match. And, and wow, they missed the spot because <laughs> they're doing a replay. Because they're doing the, the spots are that fast and furious. Uh. But that's normal nowadays. Yeah, that's it. Well, they're kind of the company's a bit more braced for it now. I think yeah. they're, they're, they kind of they prep because of more. this. And a lot of these spots are the first time I've, they did them. Oh, it was all revolutionary. They hadn't had a ladder match before this. 
than WWF. I'd imagine they would have been out there earlier in the day and just kind of going through bits and pieces. Incidentally, have you watched that like unlisted footage of NXT UK? Because I haven't seen it yet. No, I saw a bit of the Vice clips and I try and avoid NXT UK. I've actually unfollowed a lot of NXT UK wrestlers. How come? Because they sadly keep on telling me to watch NXT UK. Oh, right. Okay. I don't. I do not enjoy the product, and I believe it or not, try and enjoy what I watch. Yeah. And there's just it. It's Paul London said that he's a big fan of NXT UK, and I went, "That's nice." If you watch ICW <laughs> Progress from three years ago, your 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 balls will throw up. <laughs> your balls, your balls will, will throw, throw up. up. Sorry, I was going to be very yeah. distracted by the fact that this match is uh, it's... doing such a good job of lighting this crap. They're all standing. They're all taking their shirts off and stopping to cheer about the Cavaliers. <laughs> they're, they're going, "Look at this." They count <laughs> nine, ten. Probably didn't intend that to be a ten card spot. Like, oh, oh, can't join in. <laughs> what I would say. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, nice. Are they just going to speak in the defense of NXT and just say NXT UK? Like, if you don't like it now, come back in a little in a, in a couple of years, because this is very much like we are experiencing now. I believe NXT UK is now embryotic. embryotic. So in a little while, we'll crack it. This is embryonic. I mean. Maybe like five years later, they're like, God, I wish we hadn't done all that. So I'm still doing effing ladder matches. <laughs> and next year would have not only the ladder match at WrestleMania, but also SummerSlam 2000, where Matt Hardy takes one of the craziest bumps of any of these matches. Oh, God, yeah. He takes it backwards. But yeah, ladder's pushed out the ring, just backwards fall. And he comes within maybe two feet of banging his head and neck and <sighs> on a dying. Is there any way to describe it? Jeebus. Hang on. Embryotic twist of fate. <laughs> An embryotic twist of fate. And these gifts are not off-putting. Those gifts are cracking. I have to be sat next to so, that. So they've constantly got Triple H on their minds. Oh, <laughs> Where's Triple H? Triple H. Triple H on my mind. Where's Jeff Hardy just gave Edge the rock bottom off the ladder. <laughs> oh, the STO is always a weird move, wasn't it? Why yeah. did no one ever counter the rock bottom with an STO? Or an STO with a rock bottom? That'll be the flatliner. The flatliner. I apologize. I'm, I'm thinking sorry, of the flat. No, no, no. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, the flatliner. Do you know who did the STO? Uh, oh, God. The um, a horrible pronunciation there. Who we talked about in the 99 Wrestling Observer. You had the shoot that wasn't a shoot with Hashimoto. Oh, I can't remember his name. Ogawa. Ogawa, yes. Try to say his full name. In, What's his finish with the STO? Was it, the STO, trademark move. was it an STO where he kicked his leg out really far before he did it? Because that was, it was always... like at the same time you do the rock bottom, but you like kick the legs out. So yeah. it's more towards the ground than like rock bottom's like, wee! And it's like, ah, go to the ground. To the ground. I remember this somebody... is a Japanese expert, Matthew, talking. I remember somebody trying to explain to me why rock bottom was effective. And they said, yeah, but the rock kicks their legs out from underneath them. I said, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but that's what he does, how he takes them down. No, but he doesn't know. He just lifts them up. <laughs> and they go, yeah, but that doesn't work. I said, I know, but it's wrestling. No. <laughs> With Bulldog, he took him down. <laughs> oh, and Bulldog, he literally caressed him gently to the ground, read him a nursery rhyme on the way down, made him comfortable, yeah. laid out his favourite dog poo to land in. The Captain Ahab on more springier <laughs> step than Bulldog. <laughs> so how many Bulldog matches is this, like, uh, pub-wise? Oh, 30 not, Bulldog matches? Not enough. Something we're up to now. <laughs> not enough. Oh, wait, wait, wait for it. 
Oh, 31 Jesus. Bulldog matches. <laughs> Take a shot every back bump. <laughs> You'll be sober until 2020. <laughs> That's in a Bulldog match, 32 that is. 32 Bulldog matches. <laughs> oh, what a horrible... Christ! Oh, like a slinky gun down the stairs. Jesus. <laughs> Just clattering Ooh. him. Flipping. Here's a replay of a uh, Bulldog bump. <laughs> the so best of the bulldog we're, bumps. We're, ca we're counting along like each bulldog bump. How long is this match? Holy Christ. They get loads of time. It's really good. Yeah. People have had to sit down. It's like, oh, I thought this was the end. <laughs> this is so unique. Oh, what is this? To what this crowd uh -oh. are used to. Yeah. I have no idea where this is going. Oh, no, not the super duperplex. Oh, Tara doing this. Oh, this is Tara Doom, man, but onto a ladder. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, make, make a gif of that, the super duperplex, because they realize how badly they're spiking the Christian. Oh! oh! Amazing. I forgot that bit. Oh, look at the crowd. They're into it. Brilliant. I love watching the crowd like warm uh, more I can and more. I feel too. that bump. I uh, Edge Christian. I think I mentioned it on a podcast one time. I decided to give. I was at my mate's party, and they had the mattress out in the spare room, and it was the mattress that had its own Facebook page and all this because everyone had stayed on it. Because the one was a bit of a man eater, and I was like, "Yeah, the drink," and I went Hogan, and when I give it a leg drop, and basically I realised there was absolutely no spring in that mattress because the amount of men that had been on it. And, oh my God, I basically gave a concrete floor, full on Hogan. <laughs> That's right, I called it the root. And, uh, and I was in to... so much pain, my coccyx got bruised and oh. I blacked out for like a second. So I was like, <laughs> oh God, really? So anytime I see like a big ass leg drop like that or Jeff Hardy using his posterior, Anyway, Tom, why don't we fill us in what happened during that? Uh, we, had a, story? we had a slight issue with our version of No Mercy where it stalled briefly. Uh, we're currently on one hour and 30 minutes as of now, just so you know where we are. Um, we will be taking a break shortly for uh, an advertisement courtesy. Oh, no, we genuinely do. Uh, Bulldogs match is sponsored by drugs. <laughs> so I'll tell you when to pause it, and then and then you'll know. But I'll keep you in the loop with that. Um, Look, people are falling off ladders. Right, that bit. Oh jeez. Oh, bulldog in the bulldog. That was awesome. That was amazing. What a beauty little combo. And here we go. Wow. And then and then Jeff's the got animation. the white bag. Do the animation, Jeff. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wow. So much could have gone wrong with that. That oh. was perfect. There you go. Bit of history. One hell of a ladder match. What an incredible. No one cares about... See, like, hey, you would Terry. I, I don't care. That was a great match. That's it. The, the fact Look, that... Look, tits. Go all away, the Terry. to Terry disappeared throughout that match because they were just so spellbound by that match. That's amazing. I love it. That's so good. That's it. That's the match that launched them. 
That's the match that launched. That's right. Them. You know what else has been launched? Our internet, which has gone off again. Exactly. So we're having a break right now. So what's going to happen is uh, we are uh, once we once we find a uh, a little cheeky waypoint, we're going to stop. Uh, we're going to you 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 listening to this will hear an advert. When the advert finishes, we'll come back. We'll reset. We'll give you a time. And uh, we'll take it from there. But that was one one incredible affair, that ladder match. I'm just, right, I'm so happy to sit and watch this again. What a Jackie Chan stunt sequence that was. Just in awe of all, all that they do. It's just so good. And you, that happens even if you win, like, clean. I thought that was only if you, like, oh, the Wally Cody cam. Like, even if on WrestleMania 2000, you'd, no, no, uh, no mercy, you do that. He still does it. I thought it was like if someone was at the bottom. No, no, no. Like, that's yeah, just no matter what you the... do, he always falls off the ladder. And look at this. Look at this. This is ace. The crowd that really weren't that bothered to begin with, standing ovation. This is a, to, to, to paraphrase John Moxley, it's a paradigm shift. Yeah. For these guys. To paraphrase John Moxley. Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. We've won this big white bag and Terry Runnels. Thanks for the money, Mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you go hang out with your mates? Yeah, cool. Oh, she's like their mum, isn't she? Oh. Very peculiar. Oh. Right. So uh, we are currently pausing at one hour, 32 and 37 minutes. Are you enjoying No Mercy so far? Mate? Oh, after that, aye. It's been, uh, that's a bit of history there. We've still got plenty more history to come because we have got Val Venus versus Mankind. <laughs> And in case you're wondering where's Poochie, don't worry. He's oh. coming up in the main event against Stone Cold oh. Steve Austin. Be still, my aching cock. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And it's still October the 17th, <laughs> year of our Lord, 1999. <laughs> and no mercy, a.k.a. please, please buy a Triple H. Please, God. <laughs> Undertaker's gone. Bulldog's running around. We have to have someone <laughs> as the number one bad guy. Who is it, Austin? Who is nearly dead? But what happens? Well, we'll tell you what happens. If you're going to carry on watching at one hour, 32 minutes, and 37 seconds. Three, two, one. Meh. Oh, it's bloody mankind. He's looking for Bulldog. Earlier tonight, <laughs> earlier tonight, he was here. You don't get this many throwbacks to the kickoff show these days, do you? You get one and it's like, know your place. <laughs> that was the Hollies. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, if you're on the kickoff show, no, stay in your lane. <laughs> Look at you, Kofi Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> Former hey. WWE champion. If you miss now on the Survivor Series kickoff show. Uh. 
weird If you missed times. Heat, then you missed Mankind walking around backstage. And also, I don't know, Meat versus Chaz. <laughs> Maybe Tiger Ali Singh will show up. <laughs> What's this? Pete Gas Singles Contest? <laughs> Sign me up! <laughs> you may see it's the bomb diggity. And all that talk has killed you in a connection. We're stuck in oh, the toilet. Oh, you're kidding. We're having some really bad technical problems at this end. We, we do apologize. Are we not, like, wired down here? We we think that... We're in the spare room here. One, uh, one hour 33 and 30, just, just in case you're keeping track. Oh! It's where he gives He's given... The... Mankind, that, that's, that's grounds for dismissal. That's it. He thinks. Uh... He thinks the. <laughs> Bit of admin. We were on the upstairs internet, not the downstairs internet. Oh, I see. So we're sorted now. <laughs> there you go. A little bit of inside admin from Cultaholic. There is an upstairs and a downstairs internet. <laughs> Here he goes. The Rock is more invested in this than he was with the Bulldog match. <laughs> oh no, Valvinus was having a poo. <laughs> I was trying to take a dump. <laughs> and Mankind's like, oh. Don't you mean you were having an Al Snow? It's like, that's actually very funny. <laughs> I haven't got to that bit in the book yet. <laughs> I like your jokes about <laughs> Al Snow. Thanks for the book, Mick. I'm going to keep this. I don't, know why, <laughs> I don't know why that line. I, I very much appreciate our friendship. <laughs> I value our friendship. I don't know why that line stays with me, where Valvinus goes, thanks for the book, Mick. <laughs> I don't know why it stays with me. Oh, <laughs> the rock's like, right, I've had a coffee. I've calmed down. I'm ready to yeah. work again. We decided the first other show was non-canon. <laughs> Literally, right? The rock, this is, this is how much the rock hated working with Bulldog, right? The show hasn't even finished and he's already moved on to the next feud. <laughs> like, this is the rock going, right, I'm done with the Bulldog. Literally. My, my kind is it too late to edit all instances of the word Al Snow as poo to bulldog. <laughs> what do you mean you deeply respect him? What's wrong with you? What do you mean an icon? <laughs> I'm trying to discover what the dark matches were for... Just look at the No Mercy 99 uh, Wikipedia page and it'll have it the Sunlight it Heat matches. It doesn't tell me. Uh, there wouldn't have been any of them. Maybe there wasn't any then. Or I will check the history of WWE.com. Oh, very or, useful website. Or cagematch.net. Oh, that works as well. We'll try both. While The Rock is Cage probably... Cagematch.net will be easier, actually, because the history is great, but it is one giant text file. Oh, I think I saw that earlier. We'll I messaged them, both. actually. They're very nice. Yeah, uh, they uh, very useful source of information for results and house shows and everything else that's happened over the decades. But I did have to say, can you please, for the love of Christ, stop listing it as... The WWF's tour 93 of the UK, where they went to such places as Sheffield, London, and the Whitley Bay Ice Rink, <laughs> comma, Newcastle upon Tyne. <laughs> no! Oh, that's annoying. 
Nothing against them, but it is not in Newcastle. It, it just isn't. It's... In your opinion, it is in Newcastle. That does not necessarily make it so. It's that thing about like everything being like everything in Gateshead that's in Newcastle. Like the Angel of the North is apparently in Newcastle. It's actually in Gateshead. Right. You have to live here to know that. I think. Well, you know, when when the Gateshead team won Robot Wars, we're like, oh, the Geordie lads. <laughs> it's interplanetary. Says Matthew from County Durham. <laughs> it doesn't list any. There wasn't any. So there was none. Wow. There wasn't always on the. It was a pretty packed show. So they have to fit in that exciting. 30 minute hardcore holly backstage bit. Oh. <laughs> the Rock may as well have got the pen from Men in Black and gone, can everyone look at this? I set this to 30 minutes ago, all right? Sign say it doesn't martyr. It doesn't martyr. It was later day saint jokes. You know. <laughs> Got a Facebook page. <laughs> Do you like wrestling? Yeah. Do you love Jesus? Yeah. Do you love Jesus in a very certain kind of way? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> Wow, the spontaneity of Chant the Rock. <laughs> I love how the dance, Rock... Dance, puppets, dance. I love the Rock has just completely dismissed Bulldog by coming out now and going, anyway, <laughs> if the as I was saying... If the Rock <laughs> ever hears the words British Bulldog... <laughs> oh, no, I'm in a vortex. Rock, you are the people's... Shut the... Start again, Rock! We've forgotten it! Give him easy stuff to digest. Uh, I swear one of these promos, like, he must just do... Don't forget about Keith. He must just do... <laughs> nice, Tom. He must just do... When I count it, when I beat the Bulldog and wrestle Triple H, give the Rock your money, give the Rock your money, give the Rock... <laughs> give the Rock our money, give the Rock our money, give the Rock our money. <laughs> I mean, look, he is good, though, isn't he? The Tom? Rock is captivating. He's got a great career. Ah, that one guy in the right oh place. Oh, my God. Thing. Oh, we were, uh, do you know what? We, we, you know what? I, I can't get on their case because I've had a week. Of, well, I say a week. It feels like a week. I've had 48 hours of people coming at me for the... Don't you forget about Keith video that we posted. What happened? Thanks, Disco Inferno. Appreciate that, mate. Uh, and talking to me. Oh, oh my God, it's a bulldog. It's the bull oh, no, wait. <laughs> it's the other one. Oh, my. For the, like, like hitting him with a hammer proper. Where's Poochie? He's changed his gear again. Where's your Harley Davidson really fat hat where you can store, you know, your driver's license, other details, so you are not distracted <laughs> yeah. from driving your, your hog. Your charisma. Your second nose. Tony Guerrero, who just walked out there and just kind of did like the, the most pathetic shoe motion. As if to go, come on. Oh, there we go. He's into it now. <laughs> Tony Guerrero looks like he should have spot the dog. In one hand. <laughs> the Rock. Right. Okay. Can we point out the Rock is selling for Triple H's sledgehammer more than he sold for the Bulldog? 
He's he's more invested in selling this sledgehammer attack than he was ever invested in fighting the bulldog. I, I reckon it's not a real feud though until Triple H throws him into you know oh, a, min, a mini pile of sledgehammers. <laughs> a wild sledgehammer bites him in the face. <laughs> Triple H, I'm turning into a sledgehammer. <laughs> That's what we wanted. Uh... Oh look at that! It just I... looks like Gangrel in a different shirt. From that. Oh there we go. Oh, it is definitely Triple H. He's still figuring this look out, isn't he? Like, he just looks like a referee. It looks like a football ref. Is that BB? It is BB. Whey! You know it's BB because the crowd popped when she came out. They all went, whoa, woman with breasts. Get him out. <laughs> Not Get you, BB. We're told it's Tony Korea. Get it out. Kinky the dot. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that, then you win 10 points. <laughs> Get it out. What? Get it out! Kinky. The dot! <laughs> Bottom was great for that, wasn't it? Just like crap duper on Tundra gags. <laughs> Someone's giving our knocker a damn good banging. <laughs> I'll have a grab. like some mashed potatoes. Uh -huh. <laughs> no thanks, Eddie. I think I'm going to sit down too quickly. <laughs> Squash potatoes! Yeah. <laughs> I always remember when when um when the woman came round from the dating thing where they oh, had the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. then the episode <laughs> where he was on a dating website and Eddie was playing Giles the butler and Eddie looks at her like is he dishing up tea and just goes pork Richie goes, how oh, dare you? Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. my fiance. <laughs> and then he goes, I was only asking if she wanted a portion. <laughs> it's, just, it's so crap, but it, <laughs> it just stays with me. It does. It really does. <laughs> like a bad smell, full as your own. Pork. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, stop having fun. Look it's Valvina. Sad individuals watching Emmerdale Farm. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? It's a farmer silver. This moss fan is waiting to stop field. Pardon? No, I am not. It's a smoking jacket. You ignorant git. And it's a shame we have to live in this area. It really is. My favourite other bit as a kid, and it still sticks with me to this day. It just showed the clip like, on, on Friday nights, bottom repeats. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> but it, was, it was, we're having sprouts. No one likes sprouts. But, but why are we having them then? Because it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. I mean... <laughs> that, that spoke to me as a child. Like, yeah. What happens if we don't? Does the Christmas police come and arrest us? I'm like, yes. Oh. So my, my family, uh, Dormside, insists on having every Christmas. There's no way they listen to this. Every Christmas, we will have our turkey. And it's obviously a turkey that, it says, feeds 30 people. I'm like, well, we're turkey that. that feeds 30. We're having it for, you know, December, January, February, March, and all this. It's like, all right, all right, great. And they will insist on having that, that turkey dry. Oh, what? D d drier than the Sahara Desert. I'm like, all right. And I remember one time at uni, we all got together and had made our own turkey. And it was like, it was like Christmas with people that we liked, we called it. And um, they made it. And I was like, this turkey's moist. This is, the, this is delicious. I told my parents, like, wow, they actually had it like, you know, it was a bit wet. And they, they just put their forks on, you know, that noise. Like, like oh, someone's coming. They're like, we like our turkey dry. I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, I thought you were cooking it wrong all these years. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
I think it must be a northeast thing to have we that turkey. Like turkey. If you do have your drive. turkey drive, please tweet me and go. Either, yes, I feel your pain, or shut up, you southern pansy. <laughs> You're supposed to just kill the turkey. Make sure the turkey's still dead. You can't I eat it gravy dry. On it. You, have to, you have to douse it in gravy. Anyway, speaking of dead, <laughs> uh, The Rock was what? backstage. Uh, Rock was backstage. No, 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 no time for bulldog jokes, though. Uh, Alvina's the porn star who steals books. Is out. <laughs> I own a car than the rock. Why, did, why does that sound like the start of a kid's story? Valvinus, the porn star that steals books. I'll steal your books and then have sex with them. <laughs> oh no, what if he's having sex with Mankind, them? Mankind, this is your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks I love doing Valvinus impressions. Thanks for the book, Mick. Pork. It's a, brand, it's a brand new porn film where he's in bed and the book is on the other side. He's like, ha, 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 I had a good leaf through your index. I don't know. Come up with better porn name for. I'm trying to think of porn, like you know the, the porn terminology. Uh, Bell sounds and the uh, intensity uh, of Val Venus. No, I won't do that one. <laughs> hey, here we go, Tom. Radio edit. Oh, I can't oh, see that. That's filthy, mate. I can't believe you did that with a dog. Mankind now against Val Venus. This is Val Venus's one and only real shot at the big time. He would have a run as the Intercontinental Champion next year uh, as sort of just, oh, just was generic. Was a cage match? No, God, with the, with the cage match that, that shouldn't be allowed to be as good as it was. Yes. Um, but that is down the road where we get generic Valvinus. We now have porn star book, th book thief Valvinus versus Mankind. Mankind was great in the role of just somebody who, you, who would bring other wrestlers up with them. Especially in 99, where he wasn't on top. Wait, what was he? No, wait, SummerSlam 99 just happened. He's just been world champion. Jesus Christ. But he's banged up. So is everybody else at this point. They would have taken Broken Mankind over Green Triple H. Yeah. But, you know, 24 hours before going, oh, wait, no, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> So Rocco is at this point. Oh, that's point, right. Venus still, still has Rocco uh, in him. <laughs> oh God, it's a lot deeper than I thought it would be. That's, that's what he said. <laughs> I'm kind of do not consent. <laughs> oh yeah, he actually is pulling him out. <laughs> wow, it's put up a hell of a fight. <laughs> Rocco was trained by George Hagenschmidt. <laughs> Then the crowd pops for the return of the rock-shaped sock. It, it gets out and it, the, 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 it's, like it's all hot, stiff and rigid. You go, oh, that's wrong oh, sock. Oh, it's all crunchy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Fun fact about Val Venus. Go on. He sells weed. <laughs> he was the first non-Mexican to win the CMLL World Heavyweight Championship. When was that? It was. Val Venus is a former serial world champion. He is indeed. <laughs> and he won it as the character Steel on April the 18th, 1997. Oh, that was before this? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's, a, he's, he's had a dalliance in the big time. I didn't know about that. Wow. Uh -huh. There are some guys who make it big down there after not doing that great. Uh, what's his name? Well, he hadn't, uh, he hadn't really begun oh, here. He, was, he, was, he wasn't Val Oh, Venus. so yeah, I've got Balls, what was I was trying to segue that into what's his name? Natural born thriller. Lance Storm. No, Sean o no. Chuck Palumbo. No. Sean Stasiak. No. Mike Sanders. No. 
Um, not Sean O'Hare. Um, the other Jindrak. Mark Jindrak. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jindrak. We forgot all about Our you. Last one. In a in a stable full of generic talents, uh, we forgot about Mark Jindrak. We're yeah. really sorry, mate. How can we make these ter- these generic talentless? Let's generic. Make them all wear the same <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Mark Jindrak was nearly an evolution as well. That's my favourite random factoid. And is the that footage true? of that is the best because, like, all right, well, thing of doing you. Let's see what you look like with a shirt you bought off the rack. You could have put two Mark Jindraks in the suit oh. he was wearing. And they're all as far away from him as possible. Okay. I think they've already decided it's not. They they look like a, it's a, the two seconds out, you got the card, say, okay, yeah. It's like when uh, you go for a job interview and they've already chosen the candidate, but they have to be seen to be willing to interview other people. Yeah. Swear, like, you'll be asked, like, exactly. what do you do on a Wednesday? <laughs> oh, I do this. Oh, do you like dogs? Yeah, I do. All right, cool. That's everything we need to know. Cheers. <laughs> do you not want any more information about my background for the, yeah. for the position? No, no, we've got everything we need. We'll, yeah. we, we'll give you a call. And you ring them up and you're like, <laughs> just uh, can I get some criticism of how I can do better. Yeah. Uh, you weren't my mate, Keith. Yeah. If you could be my mate, Keith, you'd have had the job. I've been to How do you know? He's got the job. I've been to interviews like that in the past, long before I started here or did radio. What a great stuff. bummer, mankind. Go on, Tom. Yeah, I know. I've been to interviews. Yeah, it's not really. I've been to interviews. I've been to interviews like that where you know the job's already gone to somebody. So it's like uh, you just you just know about it. They, but they have to sort of tick the box and say we interviewed people, and it sucks when that's the case. They have to. Yeah, exactly. Legally, they have to. Well, yeah, yeah, I believe legally they have to. And obviously, I've worked in some businesses where they haven't needed to legally, and it's just a case of we'll just move people wherever we want them to move them. Yeah, radio is a bit like that. Like, like in my time doing radio stuff as a freelancer, like you don't, they don't necessarily need to advertise if they're looking for a new breakfast presenter. If they like you, they'll go, okay, you're doing the breakfast show. Like, I, I found out one of my, I got, I found out I was getting one of my biggest gigs when I was Ooh. younger. I was back in 2010. I found out two weeks before I got it, where the boss pulled me to an office and said, "You're doing weekend breakfast at the moment. How do you feel about doing weekday breakfast?" I said, "That sounds amazing." When? I said, "Well, as soon as you can start." Oh. I was like, "Oh, can you give me two weeks just to uh, get me get myself together?" <laughs> he went, "Yeah, that's fine. Two weeks. Start in two weeks. Congratulations." And that's it. It's like, "Oh, okay." Wow. But that's that's a whole different world. That is. That's uh, absolutely. You know, but, but most jobs, obviously, you need to legally yeah. interview for. Rather than just be quite good. It's interesting. I was wondering like, more about... So it's always nice hearing about that, that wacky world of radio you've emanated from. It is an interesting time. I'm, uh, I've, I've, I still dabble when I can. Of course. Um, I like to keep me, uh, keep me, uh, me, me teeth in. <laughs> Don't even know what that means. <laughs> I like that. Do you know what? I was trying keep to say... Keep teeth in. Yeah. Keep my... Keep... I don't know what even phrase I was reaching for there. But Sometimes the most together when you get a new brand new one. It's the most a it new was, brand new one. It was, Jesus, we're both flagging. I'm it was sorry. my it was my dream radio radio was my dream job. Like and with and that's with respect to Coltholic. I never dreamed I'd be working here. So I can't I can't have dreamt of something that if I didn't. If you dream about Coltholic, Tom, I'd feel bad for you. At the age if I was dreaming of working for a wrestling YouTube channel at the age of six, like in the nineties, then I, I should have really gone for it. <laughs> hey, if your dreams are very achievable, then it's alright. <laughs> But no, radio was always the dream I wanted when I was six years old. I wanted to be a radio presenter. Aww, so that's, that's even, even if I never get like a proper gig there again and I just end up having just to dabble a little bit, then I'm fine with that because I've kind of already done it. I achieved my dream. Not many people get to say that. I am one of the lucky ones. Yeah. And now I'm doing this. So I'm very happy for you. We move on to the next dream. When you, when you were younger, did you go, I want to edit people's mistakes? No. <laughs> I, I really have stumbled. Very appropriate, I guess into this line of work and then had to step up 
to podcasting about such great matches as Val Venus versus Mankind yeah. at No Mercy. Actually, we have, to, we have to keep quite a lot of this for Desert Island Graps. I don't, I don't want to give yeah, too much yeah. of that away. Uh, Matthew, by the way, the next guest on Desert Island Graps. You've heard it here first. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Uh, it's a shame that Mankind is doing everything he can to make Val Venus look good. He's taken the backdrop on the chair outside. He's taken a Russian leg sweep on the flower chair. Crowd isn't really buying it. No. Bloody hell, Tommy, you're chewing that loud. <laughs> the, the crowd beforehand has been like loud and boisterous. You could have eaten a, a steak dinner during High <laughs> as a Christian, but eating one uh, M&M <laughs> during Venus Mankind is going to be very noticeable. <laughs> they are really not into it, are they? Which is a shame. They're not buying... That's a nice elbow from Valvinus. He was good at what he that could have been did, a but it's... Yeah. That could have been a finish. They've, they've, they've seen a lot, though. I don't know why they did that angle with Rock and stuff Like right after that. That has taken a lot of the fun away because they love Mankind. Lo lovely artistic shot of Venus's toned ass, by the way. I'm not <laughs> that. Maybe it's just the gear. The money shot. Why is it called that? Because he makes money. <laughs> hey, I want to think that the Rock going out was an audible. He was like, I'm so angry with that Bulldog match. I'm going to go out there and talk and get my heat back. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, Tom, it's the dreaded. There's a fight in the crowd. Oh, and pay attention no. To that instead. Oh, yeah. that's sad, isn't it? That's tough. How'd Shades of X-Pac versus Jericho. What's the trick with that? Do you know what? Val Venus always took a DDT like that. Have you noticed? Val Venus would always take a DDT where he would bounce on his head and kick his legs out in the air. Like oh, Luigi nice. jumping in Mario Brothers 2. No wonder he was the CMLL champ. Nice reference, by the way. <laughs> I got that. That's nice. I see. I don't need to. I don't need to do the Jack, which is oh, nice reference, or the Ross, which is I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> He's a good lad. I do recommend listening to the Design Graps with Ross and Tom, because you managed to apply everything out of him like a a top class surgeon. Your turn next. I'll print on you next. That's fine. Uh, I love talking about myself. Excellent. You're going to have a field day. I think I'm not very interested. Someone said, you did this and go, oh, yeah, that's right. You'll be very... Wait, wait, did he put Rocco back? Yeah, Rocco slipped back in ages ago. Rocco versus Socko. Oh, no. How is that? Wait, how is the cock hold legal? It's true. It shouldn't be. Teddy Longway. He's checking. Player, 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 player. He's checking for a pulse. <laughs> oh no! One that of that is one him. of the funniest <laughs> finishes. I forgot how shonky that finish was. And that was supposed to put like Valvinus. I don't think that was supposed to put Venus near the top. The, ma the, the match in existing was obviously supposed to help Venus, but that finishes him no favors. To be honest, there's part of me that goes, you know, if somebody grabbed my balls for that long, I'd probably pass out. So there's something to be said for that finish. If he's anything like me, he won't get like squeezed <laughs> by the balls. <laughs> Fabius goes, Matthew, I'm going to squeeze your balls. Oh, repel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, what do you get if you squeeze a synagogue? <laughs> Juice. <laughs> oh, God. See, it was a sex pun, but I wanted to say <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That's it. Venus oh. is saying normal, unrude jokes, but the way he makes it. Like... Oh, Rocco and Socko action. My dog's got no nose. <laughs> How does it smell? Awful. Oh, <laughs> 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 
My dog's gonna... <laughs> what you call a reindeer with no eyes? What do you call... I don't know. What do you call... No idea. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's a... Uh... Interrupting cow. Interrupting... <laughs> why wasn't Val Venus the main event after this? Here's why. Knock, knock. Who's there? Val Venus. Val Venus who? Exactly. Meanwhile, backstage, Barbara Bush tra <laughs> trained in the fine art of dressing in a cosplay <laughs> outfit as a nurse, looks after the rock's arm. <laughs> I like think the BB pretended to be a nurse to get into a show one day, but now she's in too deep and she can't... Oh, lucky rock. Hey! Val Venus going. I feel like somebody else should be in this shot. It feels Why like they all together, yeah. Yeah, I feel they feel a bit close. Kane, is, there's, there's loads of room on the left, and Kane is literally out of frame. <laughs> it's like you could have you could have perhaps framed that a touch better. Do you know what I miss? Do you know what I miss? I miss the animated match cards. Well, Do you remember them? They did that. They did it like, <laughs> and then they freeze, and then yeah, um, I miss them. Aww. They were amazing. Shawn Michaels was always the master of them. There was about three or four Shawn Michaels ones, like ones yeah. where like he'd be dancing, yeah. where like he'd do like a pretend punch on himself yeah. and things like that. I love them. They were brilliant. The one where the rock like swatted midair. That's great. Do you not? Did you not love them? Or do, is the general rock. consensus they're a bit hokey? I thought they I were great. WWE changes things sometimes because they haven't changed them for ages. Yeah. So the stuff where you go, oh, I miss the giant robot legs or whatever Monday Night Raw was supposed to be from 2014 and 2016. <laughs> but they do have to change them uh, because otherwise people go, well, just kept this for a while. I think it's important to change stuff around before people get bored of it. Just in, with yeah. a lot what of a things. What a great segue to a Kane match. Yeah, I know, right? You're probably fine in 2019. They have to hit with... won the show. Yeah, well, he was in. Um, oh, that was last year, wasn't it? Didn't that, do the tag team. Yeah, that was last the, year. Sorry. The, 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 age, the age outside the cage match. I think he was involved in something or other. I think he was. Seem to remember Kane got involved. Oh, His book's out now. Mayor Kane. Oh, but Phoenix must be thrilled. <laughs> Thanks for the book, Kane. Okay. It's former CMLL champion. <laughs> steel, I like you. <laughs> I'm hard as steel. <laughs> it's like, oh, give it a rest for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm going to win the WWF championship. Then what? Have sex with <laughs> All right, Venus. I love it. <laughs> just, this is now, the problem is that we've lost our, our best lewd writer in Vince Russo. So now somebody oh, yeah. else is trying to write dirty. I'm going to win the title and have sex with it. <laughs> yes. Hey, Kane. That's right. I had sex with someone you know. Mm. Xbox. <laughs> How can I put this, Kane? I sucked it. <laughs> Kane's like, you're, not really, you're not really getting this whole thing now. You're like, I know, I know. How, how do I put this, Kane? I, I sucked his penis. <laughs> I don't follow. <laughs> Could you elaborate? I took his pants down. Go on. <laughs> Kane suddenly, suddenly puts his hand in his pocket. 
Starts I'm playing, listening. Starts playing pocket. My ears only slightly burned <laughs> off. Starts playing pocket billiards. Uh, I'm looking for loose change. <laughs> We're all looking for change. Oh Kate. no, my no. cock burned off. <laughs> Doesn't matter, Venus. I'll just choke some of you instead. Uh. It's 1999, Kane. We're all looking for change. See, like, we talk oh. about, like, oh, freshen things up, make it different. Yeah. Why do a tag team match between the Acolytes and X-Pac and Kane? Let's mix it up. Four-way match. X-Pac versus Kane. Because the storyline... versus Farouk. Except the storyline is X-Pac feels inadequate next to the giant burn scarred, deformed Kane. Farouk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They went under the ropes. Oh. That means they're losing according to Nitro. Is that hey, what it means? They're doing a good job. No, no, I'm just making stuff up. Oh. <laughs> Because I just laugh at the fact that Bradshaw would insist on going over the top rope. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't try and wear an XL shirt. You shouldn't try going over the top rope. <laughs> you know, they really try to sound like, wow, he's such a slugger. He's this, he's that. And people are like, uh -huh. Well, that's it. That's I'm buying a t-shirt off the rack. Bye. <laughs> that's always how they push Bradshaw, isn't it? Like, yeah. he's just a fighter. He'll just brawl you. He'll punch you in the clackers and he'll run away. Let me tell you, there's no one more friendly of an Undertaker backstage than him. <laughs> Did I tell you how good he is with money? <laughs> he's really good with money. And he'll fight you. You're like, Vince, <laughs> Vince, must, Vince loved Bradshaw. Yeah. I am Bradshaw. I'm really good with money. I'm massive, and I like fighting. You're my best friend. I only have one weakness: nerdy ring announcers. <laughs> but that shouldn't come up. No one's got the balls to smack me in a plane, <laughs> surrounded by wrestlers all going, "Yay!" <laughs> Down goes Bradshaw. Down go <laughs> Who was it? Was it Meng? <laughs> was it the Barbarian? Uh, no, it was Joey Styles. Yeah, go on, Joey. I love that Joey lamped him. <laughs> oh, come on, X-Pac and Kane, fight. Oh, no. Oh, but we're a tag team. But according to the rules of the Four Corners match that we both agreed to. We are we a tag team. Troopers supreme virtual <laughs> reality. <laughs> we are VR. Spaceman. <laughs> I always wanted you to go into Spaceman. <laughs> Intergalactic cry. <laughs> Kind of sucks when the remix is more popular with that crazy digitized voice than the actual song. I know, is it true? No, 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 no. Was that the remix? No, because yeah. I'm sure that was part of the song. Oh. The, the song started off really high pitched and then it yeah, slowed they down. That bit on the advert. Yeah, that's the, the bit that, they the played. That caused it to be like the fastest, sing fastest selling single of all time. And then the album bombed because it was such a massive. Because when you buy the, when you listen to the whole song and it goes, Ground Control will come to take us all. Yeah, if you want to hear the album in the Chipmunks techno. Babylon Zoo. That's right. Spaceman. Spaceman. I always wanted you to go into Spaceman. Now the song is slow and crap. <laughs> wow, that's appropriate. Bradshaw versus Farouk. Talking of which, I quite like it when they used to have a little fight. There was Jim a... Ross does as well. <laughs> the announce table was uh, a few inches away from him, but now this match started. Oh my god, they're both collegiate. <laughs> they're uh, both collegiate for Bob well, Black. Yeah, Fruk stats. He run 34 runs with three interceptions. And JR, oh, the match is over. JR recently on grilling JR recently explained his, for lack of a better term, bonk on. 
with with wrestlers having collegiate football backgrounds. What was it? Right? And I really like the explanation he gave. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, if you go to college and you complete college, it proves that you are able to apply yourself in a, in a certain way whereby you start something and you complete it. And in order to be on the college football team, obviously you had to be doing particularly well in your studies. If you were failing your studies, then you'd be off the team. So the fact that you were playing college football suggests you're also doing incredibly well at college and you finished college. So JR said that actually shows a, a lot about a character, which is actually okay. quite interesting. I'd never thought that's, of it before. That's a beautiful way of putting it. But isn't yeah. that, that debate and uh, accusations of people like, wow, the star quarterback, well, you're flunking math. We need you for the game. You're doing great at <laughs> math, mate. There is a bit of Billy that. the quarterback, <laughs> top of the class. What's two plus two? No. Hey, <laughs> Billy. Yeah, close Green. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Defense. Uh, uh. That's right, Billy. Yes, Ten points. Two. Ten points to Gryffindor, Texas. Let's pretend you said two. <laughs> yeah, there is that. But I quite like JR's explanation for it. If that is really why. Right. Um, right. I'm, I'm glad he explained and elaborated that, you know, when he was doing commentary and it mattered. He seems to explain things a lot better on grilling JR than he does on AEW. <laughs> it's like a Corey Graves tweet. Oh, sorry. I thought you all knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I thought you could all read my mind. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I thought they were the same state of mind as I was. Uh, I could see the bottom of the book, Fast Bottle. <laughs> Ooh, number six is a good one. Does, does Corey Graves drink book fast? I hope not, because I do. <laughs> I don't want to be associated Jen with Jen drinks book fast. That was... Yeah, I wonder if we're going to bring this up in the podcast. Uh, the well, podcast. By, by, that, by... by the time this comes out, she'll have woken up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll we let... love Jen. We love Jen. She's so big on words. Uh... So little in breaking it up. I'm going to drink till I'm arrested. I'm going <laughs> to drink till my head falls off. 7 p.m. comes around. Ask her to taxi back to the hotel. <laughs> That's 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that two days that later. <laughs> yeah, the following day, yeah. of course. Well, I started on Monday. Uh -huh. Doesn't sound anything like the gen that sings this week in wrestling. I only do one Scottish impression, and it's the Drew Galloway one, <laughs> which, as many Scots will tell you, is not exactly Scottish. Um, Drew McIntyre. So you get that cadence we sing. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Go to have you. <laughs> Monia. <laughs> I'm waiting for See you, Jimmy. <laughs> horrible series. See you next Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm wait I am waiting. I'm waiting for Drew McIntyre to drop the C bomb on a set of raw. Come here, Roman. You <laughs> Radio edit. Just in the same way that Becky Lynch the other day said, "I don't give a bollocks on raw," and Jerry Lawler went. Oh, because Jerry wasn't sure whether he should be covering it up or not. You should always cover your bollocks, Tom. You know that. Because Jerry Lawler kind of made a noise as if to say, I don't think that's a that's a good word. It's a great word. He was never a fan of the bollocks. It was always uh, the... Anyway. He explained to um, an American friend of mine recently the difference between bollocks and dog's bollocks. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? It's a weird... It's a weird bit of uh, English gymnastics that we play. That's right. That's a beautiful way of putting that. Bollocks and the dog's oh, bollocks. Bollocks, that is. Oh, you, you don't like it. That's the, right. It's the dog's bollocks. The, you do like it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Do you like dog's bollocks? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no I look hate at dog's oh, bollocks. Oh, that's a nice That's a nice counter to one of Xbox 3 moves. I like that. That's nice. 
Big Bad Bradshaw, they should have called him. <laughs> More like Bradshaw, am I right? Oh, shades the new blackjacks. They fell off the earth. Half a decade, half a decade on from this, we would have Bradshaw walking into No Mercy as the WWE champion. Just let that sink in. Did we say this before? I've definitely said it on some one of these podcasts we don't call it. There's so many. Mm. So many I've got to, yet to ruin. And okay. it was... <laughs> you know, JBL would come out of that limo. And in JBL's song, there would be like, ding, ding, ding. It always be coincided with it. Yeah. Moo. Because the limo had horns, I was like, is that is the limo supposed to be moo? <laughs> I think I said it the one with Ross and Jack. And they, of course, went, yes, Matthew, everything you say, we understand. You crazy, drug-filled idiot. And I miss Kane's. He's actually doing the clothesline properly then. Over the years, that would go from Kane going off the top rope and landing down to the clothesline to Kane jumping off the top rope, landing on his feet, then doing the clothesline. <laughs> oh, God. He would mix it up, wouldn't he? In, well, I think in, he's in a very limited form. jumping off the top rope on a regular basis, he's going to stop. And I do believe it's the cage match of X-Pac, which I will put money on being Armageddon 99, so coming up soon. He jumps off the cage to do that clothesline. And oh, he's a big man. I remember this bit. Oh, Remember yeah, this? that was in the magazine. X-Pac is just pin Kane. X-Pac is just pin Kane. I want to prove to you my feelings of inadequacy that you aren't bothered about by p pinning you in a match. By fluke pinning you. Kane's like, I haven't even got an issue with you, mate. No, he, I can't. I can't. I don't care. He's like that guy I in the pub who wants to start a fight with you. I can eat the spiciest thing in this restaurant. I literally don't care, mate. We're on that level of friendship. No, look. Spiciest oh. thing. Gas on. Spiciest thing. Mate, do it one. And they're there dying before your very I eyes. I know. I Oh, I know people like that. And they just, I'm tired of them. Where have you gone? Matthew's already in a taxi. I remember what. Oh, are you guys get a table spot on this? Uh, oh, exactly. There we go. It's one lad I remember going drinking with. A couple of me and a couple of mates. And he was there. Right. Shots. So we've just walked in the pub. And there was a pint. And went, hey, Tom, I can drink this faster than you. So I'm sure you can. I'm going to enjoy my pint. Come on, come on. And so I even went, all right, okay, ready, 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 cheers. And go. Just put my pint down. <laughs> and <laughs> say, yeah, that's the way to deal with it. Yeah. Can you buggery? My favorite. really hyped up. Can you? Can you? Go on then. Three, two, one. Just walk off. My favorite was saying the same guy. Same guy, we went for a random beer with a few other people a couple of weeks later. And uh, he, and then we went home and he said, are you coming back out? We're going to XYZ nightclub. And uh, I said, nah, I'm, I'm heading home, I'm putting my pyjamas on. And he said, come on, you P word, P-U-double-F-Y, not that one, P-U-double-F-P-U-double-F. I can't believe you call you that. P oh, that looked... Um... God almighty, sorry, no. That's nice. Sorry. No, that was actually that a canny was... old X Factor. Oh, the quivering leg. That's Throat's nice. quivering leg. That, that wasn't deliberate. He was there going, up in Vader. <laughs> but yeah, so to, to wrap that story up very quickly, he called me that as if, as if it would make me go, well, he has questioned my integrity calling me that. I best take my pajamas off, put my going out clothes on and join him. I just went, yeah, you're right. I absolutely am. Have a good night. And I ain't spoke to him since. Can't be asked. Well done, X Puck. Is with the weird competitiveness that you get was tough. Oh, I mean, Jimmy Havoc says a lot of things that obviously I can't say on this, but he did say, "We have, a, you know, the there's a drinking game that we play back home. Oh, what is it? Uh, I have a drink, I finish that, and I go get another drink, and I do that until I can't stand anymore, and then I go home. That's the drinking game I play. Like, <laughs> that's my kind of drinking. But that's game. what you do. You go, 
Go on, you coward. Did you just call me a coward? <gasps> yeah, I did. All right, cool. See you on Monday. Uh, just checking. I just wasn't sure. See you in a bit. Uh-huh. Oh, Craig David is, rape, is, is, is wrapping up the people's ribs. <laughs> when can I wrestle again? Well, I recommend you go out for a drink on Monday. Look at oh, not even the bulldog. I gave up on that before that it even job. started. <laughs> and again, Triple H, far, far too far at the right. Is it a design choice with these particular match graphics for them to be too far uh, the other side? Wait, time I'll have a pub brief. <laughs> swear that. And again, can we just can we just compliment <laughs> the fact that that isn't even an actual shot with Triple H in the belt? The belt has been photoshopped in. God, they still awful. Do they still do. They did that one. I forget who it was, but it was on a Twitter a while ago. They did the thing with the animated graphic with a moving. So it was just like whoop, 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 whoop. it looked yeah. like when um, they had Jabba the Hutt uh, in the remake, re, remake redos of A New Hope. Embarrassing. And Han Solo because he walks around him because he was just a fat lad in a big jacket back then, and they had to like have Han Solo. Whoop. Just, just uh, leap in the air to go over his tail, which now existed. Oh, embarrassing. Do you like how in the Star Wars thing they're trying to um, prove that Han didn't shoot first by just making slight adjustments to it? He's, it it's funny because it, uh, it's just one moment. Oh, no. Is this what this is for? Right. If you got the way after music volume four, H-Blocks, known for their cover of um, The Power, which I like, but this song's on it. I guess because they didn't have to censor after last time having the uh, well, down no, one. But it is, uh, this is crap. <laughs> this is on the WF The Music Volume 4, so therefore yeah. WF owned the rights to it. So yeah, yeah, that's they what can I meant play to say. It. The other ones they didn't own the rights to. Yeah, so, yeah, and you can tell it's a made-for-a-wrestling music video package form, not, not a pre-existing one, because it's just not very good. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually Defiant Wrestling. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay, Defiant Wrestling... Uh, when they were, oh, was that last year? So 2018. They, everyone got new songs. So they want to be on YouTube and have to pay, like, like a lot of um, wrestling companies. Have Everybody done. does that now. It's a, yeah. it's a safe way of, um, of putting your stuff on without getting copyrighted. Yeah. Right. Except for, I believe it was Adam Brooks, the Australian, who came up to H-Blocks, The Power. Wow. And I was like, wait, wait. And I, that's, I was like, they do know that's a real song. <laughs> It doesn't, recorded by a band. It, promise, it doesn't by a sound company. real. It doesn't sound real, is my only thing. So, like, are they daring them? Go on, H-Blocks. <laughs> it's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy, is it? Well, we'll see how heavy it is. Once I got fold. the power. That's probably why they folded. Oh. H-Blocks lawyers are here. That's right. <laughs> we concede defeat. Cut. Cut. Give them some T-shirts. I've had to recut this, though. The WF logo's gone again, and the quality got better. Yeah, they. This is obviously. Oh, hang on, no, but no, it's not because all the striking is in time with the music. So this looks like it was legit. Uh, the, the, that keeps on going in and out. I think that's just how they. No, I think they've had to. Oh. So they've had to like reuse the shots again. Then they've adapted it. Or they've zoomed in. I have to check the original. Did Chris Benoit pop up in the background or something? <laughs> I don't know. You might have done. Say. Like, oh no. Jim Connor and a microphone, <laughs> and he's just seen a black guy. Oh God! What he said was so vigorous it caused Triple H's face to literally melt off his skull. 
You can see him go, Ethio. Hello! I'm melting! His melty face. <laughs> Triple H's melty face. That was the most elaborate ruse I have ever known <laughs> in wrestling. Stupid. It was ruse. ridiculous. It's so good to see you, Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Call me John Merrick, former WWF champion. Just remember that Triple H paid a makeup artist to do that. Then spent yeah, the entire on, week just... spent the entire week pretending he'd been bitten by a rattlesnake. Was sick backstage. Went to the hospital. China was all sad. Came back from the hospital. Looked all sad. Was about to hand over the belt. China went. Hope that makes you happy, Steve. So Steve Austin looked to the right. Triple H clocked him. That's what all that was for. All of that for a random side swipe. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, lads. Yeah, because Austin Austin didn't go. Oh my god, what have I done? Uh, what no. have I done? It was like, I don't care, I hope he dies. Like it's like if anybody else, if you could you could do that to many other people in wrestling, not to Steve Austin. It's so funny. I remember being really excited for this. Once once Vince made it no holds barred. I was like, ah, oh, this is the night. This is the night Austin becomes the boy again. Um did you want that pop? The, the, the people that have been waiting very patiently during that very exciting Four Corners match that went on way too long, they expect Austin to win this. Yeah. Triple H is just a placeholder. He's not a real champion. I mean, Austin would lose to him at SummerSlam. That was a triple threat match. This is a singles match. It's no holds barred. He can throw as many snakes in his face as he likes. <laughs> it's just a bag. to come on. Ah! And he, he tries to trick him again. Just drops out. Like, applying the makeup on him. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, 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 look, it happened, Austin. Why aren't you sad? Look, look, look. BB comes along. Yeah, he's definitely dying of... <laughs> Snake. Was he dying of... Oh, no, we all die eventually. <laughs> oh, thanks, BB. <laughs> BB's just... Yes, he is dying of snack. <laughs> I mean, snake. Jay, adult woman. The snake <laughs> did a die. The snake will make him do death by dying. He's going to die by death? Oh, no. He's going to be death by lack of breath. Hit me with that Triple H. This is this, this noise the dial-up internet would make in 99. Oh, you keep your finger off the switch, done. All right, all right, Edge Lord. That screaming, <laughs> the screaming in the background also sums up the moment. Going, I need to use the phone. <laughs> Welcome to AOL. WWF.com. Download this pointer dick. <laughs> It was um, it was Triple Mania a year or so ago, wasn't it? When Jeff Jarrett came out, <laughs> less, <laughs> less on what happened. <laughs> yeah. But oh, oh I said no holds barred, so you can't have your sledgehammer. No, holds... it, but that's literally what that means. No to... holds barred except holding a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh, good night, Vince. Cheap shoes. Here he comes. You leave, dun, 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 you leave my dun, dun, dun. best friend Vince McMahon alone. Okay. See, yeah, right. That that weird. Remember period. that from off of the past. I think people accepted that for a while. Just like, look, Vatsmania. Yeah. <laughs> look, that snake. That's all to TV cable. All the snacks. Jeff, yeah, no. When like, um, look, he's a parcel tongue, so. Be long in any minute. It's Triple Mania that, that basically got Jeff Jarrett's music by going onto the Impact Wrestling YouTube channel. <laughs> Because it had like the little sound of the bumper at the beginning. That's right. I wonder where you were going with that card. Yeah. That's when he was throwing, was he throwing a tortillas? Was it tortillas or tacos? Whatever. 
into the crowd and the crowd started throwing him back. Jeebus. He's like, because he's doing the thing like, oh, you're so big, come over here and say that. But they're all like, nuts to you, he's making yeah. sort of lobbing beer and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, right, I'm actually getting assaulted here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die now. Yeah. Yeah, unlike other places, if you say, yeah, come over and say that. Yeah, they will. They will over there. This is very, over there. This is a very by the numbers Ashton era match. This is going to be so interesting far. to watch. Hey, it's the Blackman's friend, the it, guy with the uh, the black cap who Blackman had a very oh, very very, very brief thing with, and then it just ended. Both <laughs> the best. Like a, like a like a passionate affair, <laughs> and a very brief thing. We'll they were lovers. They were lovers over just a really hot, heavy summer. Just a thing that. Steve Blackman late at night going, oh, the road not taken. Anyway, <laughs> this is the match where, again, as a kid, you're like, wow, this is great. Now we know Austin really is only kind of, can he be half employed? <laughs> because he's appearing on TV and having matches, but he's not doing a lot. It's only the last few weeks where he's actually been back kind of doing matches, but he's still knackered. Yeah, he's he was not... knackered at SummerSlam, and he's about to have some time off. He's like, no, I'm really going to go. I know the Undertaker's left. Another bulldog things not bulldog mania be running wild any day now. You don't need uh, Austin right now, so <laughs> but right now we don't know that. We just think he's going to do this. So I'm interested to see how this match goes and what he does because he was doing this brawling style because his, his back wasn't that good. Well, he's, sorry, his back was like, his neck was not good. His his, so. his uh, schedule has slowed down dramatically over the last yeah. two years. Like in '98, he wrestled like several times a week, and then in late '98, it was like once a week. In early '99, it was once a week. And uh, come like the middle of '99, it was probably twice a month. Then it was once a month. Now it's every other pay per view. And then after Survivor Series, it's not for about a year, mate. <laughs> yeah. And but then he kicks back into full gear again. But he needs to take uh, he needs to take time off desperately, like yeah. proper time off, not like still come along to the tapings and just lark about. Like come, yeah. like literally just go Shoot home. Pumpkins with Jim Ross. Go home and have a sleep, mate. Like. Go start start a gaming channel. Because it, yeah, I'll be it now. But what would Steve? Okay, right. <clears throat> Hypothetical question: mm -hmm. If so-called Steve Austin had to take his year out in the modern era, what would he do to kill the time? Because obviously Xavier Woods has a gaming channel. Kana has a vlog channel that she just kicks back with. Quite a few wrestlers set up podcasts. Do you reckon Steve Austin would just set up the Stone Cold podcast? Yeah, like he would, like he's already done, but. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah, probably um, Guns for the Working Man. What, yeah. is, what does he like doing? He loves a bit of hunting. Country Music Podcast. What, he have done a beer him? tasting a beer tasting YouTube channel. Yeah. You know was... doing away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> Steve Austin. In Margaritaville. Did you see the video he Looking did? For my <laughs> he did a video for BuzzFeed where he tried, like, novelty cocktails. He did. It's very funny. Yeah, he would, he would... Well, even back then, he was still able to do stuff outside of wrestling. I just don't think he was too concerned. But nowadays, I think everyone's a lot more, oh, it's not just TV network based or this. It's everyone is an entrepreneur now with yeah. the thing. So, yeah, imagine he'd do whatever the bloody hell he wanted. And now he is still basically living off the reputation he built 20 years ago, bless him. And, oh, I remember this. Oh, oh this is great. Yeah, he took a bump. He took a of it on, a, on the wooden floor. That bump just earned uh, Triple H uh, his own development system 20 years later. Right. So, what, five stars we're saying? Five and a half? 
I don't care what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a bump from that. <laughs> Sorry. He proper bounced, didn't he? I mean, he got his hand up like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oof, that's one. So, yeah, and it, it's weird with Austin, you know, really just about to hit the height of his career. I love that. <laughs> that's it. That's awesome. Wow. That looked like a Riptide show. <laughs> <laughs> the... And it was just how they hit the height of popularity in 97. And then the own heart incident happens. He's like, oh, my neck is nagging. I'm on the verge of becoming the most popular thing in wrestling right now. So just do get invasive surgery. Things about that. And just have the borrowed time because he didn't come all this way just to have that happen. And so it was really amazing he had the, the time he did. And he went and had, uh, oh, was it Dr. Youngblood? It was it who did all the stuff. Lloyd Youngblood, yeah. Yeah who had that magical mystery neck surgery that worked well for Angle and Austin. It was like, but the bone was shaved and all this. And he got that year of having good bumping matches with Kurt Angle on that no one. But yeah, by the time 03 come along and he couldn't get, uh, what wasn't insurance was it? We couldn't get medical clearance to wrestle at WrestleMania 19 because I had a heart attack the day before. So people are going, you should come back to the ring. I'm like, nah, he was knackered then. Mm. He was he was knackered in 01 and 02, but yeah. he, he was completely knackered by 03. I remember. Um, He's got one more match left. Was, was he in hospital on the day of WrestleMania? The day of or day uh, before, one of the two. Like he'd had too many energy drinks. Yeah, too many energy drinks. Yeah, it's the only good thing about that Steve Austin, Stone Cold Truth book is the fact that he goes through that. The rest of his career he sums up in like, is to be run is like four pages long. It's a pile of crap. But that bit, that opening chapter is harrowing. Like I had, I had. It's like the end of the Fear and Love in Las Vegas. I had three Red Bulls, two coffees, some Vicodin. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> a, a bit of an adre adrenal gland. What? There. It's like, and then my heart stopped. I'm like, no Jesus shit, Christ, shit, Austin, what could it have been? So, anyway, so yeah, right now, this packaged. is... Oh, ref, you idiot. Oh, that was nice. But at the same time, yeah, so he's having these matches. The crowd are happy. He's, you know, he's literally just brawling and doing stuff. He's doing the Sammy Callahan match. That's Every a... match Sammy Callahan has had in the last two years. We're going to make this OI 4K, no holds barred. Let me go around the ring and drink people's beer. Yeah. I'm it's sorry. Quite... Sorry I'm being cynical. He's quite good at that, though. I well, like Sammy. Every friggin I week. like Sammy Callahan. Yeah. He doesn't like me. Wow, what a great shot there. Why I does he like you? I'll we'll ask him next time you see him. I will. Sammy Callahan, why don't you like math? Oh, what if you who's a cultaholic patron? <laughs> I'm canceling my subscription. He's wrestling Simon Miller. I love Sammy Callahan. He's wrestling yeah, Simon right. Miller. I, I, Simon I, Miller I doubt he up. is. I doubt he is a Patreon. Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. There we go, that'll do! Sorry to interrupt the story. Brand new Dub Dub Chub! Oh, no. Oh, there's classic JR. I missed uh, that JR. Oh, my God! Wait, wait. What happened to those tough referees we were getting after the strike was over? Uh, Jimmy Hoffa wouldn't have stood for this. It's like anything when you buy, when you get a refund. Normally, after about 30 days, you realize that the product's inferior, but the warranty's up. Yeah. <laughs> it like a set of new headphones. Enough. 
It lasts just long enough to pass the warranty. <laughs> and Austin punching and kicking. Ah! Oh. Hey. or Chim? Not Chimmel. Uh, Bulldog. It's now Bulldog. Oh, the pedigree. <laughs> The name that doesn't make any sense, but they didn't rename it. Well, that's it. Now, this is it. I was talking about this the other day, how the pedigree is a move that made sense when he was the blue blood, and now it doesn't. Yeah. Wow. It used to be that no one would kick out the pedigree. Oh. Didn't it do that? Like... <laughs> whoa, 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 Triple H. Can't say that. Huh. Where it was the Triple H Batista feud, and it was like, no one has ever kicked out of the pedigree ever, ever, ever. Uh, I'm sure they have. Oh! Don't. No, no, Earl and Triple H don't have heat yet. But they oh, will do that spot. Because that keeps on getting shared around the place. When they have to beat up all of DX. <laughs> like, right. Wrestling fans that go, Marco's stunt is unbelievable, were the same fans that would have watched Earl Ebner pushing Triple H and gone, come on, Earl! Shut up. The Lutez press. Lutez had a better spine uh. than Austin at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was very flat. He hated this type of wrestling, but I, he was nah. very flattered that Austin, um, like the biggest star of the era, uh, used that as his uh, trademark. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he hated Hogan. He literally said, my grandma could do a better leg drop than him. Just <laughs> quote Tez out about Hogan. Oh, yeah, I often wonder whether what Tez thought of uh, Austin doing the Lutez press. I, I like... You know, I like to think that Luthez used to finish matches with the Luthez prayers and then just drink beers in the ring. Drink Thezweisers in the ring. Why did, Thez, why did Thez draw, like, 50,000 people in <laughs> 1949? Well, you know. Thez 316. Says, says, I just put a headlock on you for 12 minutes. <laughs> the Oakland Fairgrounds are going nuts. Thez, Thez, Thez. <laughs> I'm gonna have Farmer Burns ain't nothing. <laughs> Farmer Burns, <laughs> you sit at home and you beat your tractor. <laughs> Talk about your seeds. <laughs> sit up and you beat your tractor. <laughs> Burns. Oh, God. He said, oh, beat your tractor and it got you nowhere. <laughs> well, loot. <laughs> There's 316 oh. says, I just watered your plants. Loot <laughs> 316 just... says, you two could buy Sonic the Comic <laughs> every two weeks from your local news agents. Where were you when he drove? Where were you when he drove to the Oklahoma Stadium on the back of the Farmer Burns tractor and sprayed the audience with red wine? <laughs> sprayed the audience with water because Prohibition was on. <laughs> My God, Farmer Burns! So <laughs> Why is Farmer Burns? So good with illegal so wine in the Thez feud. It's the only guy I could think of anything to do with <laughs> Farmer Burns. Because everyone else is like Hackett Schmidt. No, that was before then. Could uh, Farmer Burns at least talk in the third person? Gorgeous. If you smell, if you what smell. Farmer Burns is growing. <laughs> I thought I was saying like the farm that was near me. It's like if you smell what Farmer Burns is burying illegally. <laughs>
Sorry, we're going farmers. Off the, we're who going are offended the by that. Lutez, awesome. I I liked it when. Uh, <laughs> like, do you remember? Do you remember that day where Farmer Burns took the WWWF Championship to the Brooklyn Bridge and threw it off? <laughs> and, said, and the size hey, of that says, belt. See a little belt later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I lived for those that, for that heated rivalry between Luthez and Vince McMahon Senior. <laughs> we teamed up with, uh, I <laughs> can't even say it. It's the stupidest comedy. It's the best comedy. It's the best comedy. Are you glad you tuned into this, lads? What a, what a time we've all had. <laughs> what was he? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I'm gonna drink another. The Rock, <laughs> another. The, the, the Rock and Carl Gotch connection. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Carl Gotch connection. <laughs> Have a good prohibition. Da, 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 We're talking da, 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 da. about prohibition. That's how old this is. <laughs> they do call it in wrestling the prohibition era. I'm gonna drink a lemonade, like, and then another what? lemonade, and then another lemonade. <laughs> Another lemonade. He would come out on a milk float. Oh. <laughs> There's three six. I'm gonna end the Great Depression of Farmer Burns' fearsome <laughs> WWWWWF title ring. <laughs> Not even slightly true. <laughs> WWWF Depression. Get it? <laughs> I'm gonna beat Whipper Billy Watson. What? <laughs> Dano, uh, Dano O'Mahoney. That's not really Dano O'Mahoney. Edward Carpentier. <laughs> what? Are you reading Wikipedia? What? It's a documentary on Dano O'Mahoney on the Cultaholic podcast feed. What? What's it about? Dano O'Mahoney. What does he do? That's uh, he, a, he's uh, the inventor of the Irish whip. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Voiced by Jay Hunter from OSW. Lutez said he was going to whip him like an Irish whip. He, he went, oh, I'll show you, Lou. I'll show you. No one's going to remember you and... 700 years time, whatever this one. When Steve Austin's doing the Farmer Burns press. <laughs> Steve Austin, the looter. Yeah, literally everyone did the Irish whip. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but then he had a, uh, lots of series of 60-minute matches with Rick, Ricky Dozen. And this match feels like a 60 minutes. <laughs> I, I thought they were just going to brawl, brawl, brawl. And then the, the bit that they were doing was going to be the end bit, which is why I was ascending the stupidity. We've got the Triple H main event blade job. Has that happened already? Has he bled himself? Yeah, I didn't even notice it. He would, we were too would perfect busy. that. We were too busy booking Fez 316. Oh, the crappy knee drop. Oh, it missed. It would have missed if Steve Austin hadn't moved. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling's fake. I'm sad that left is a, is a repertoire. It was one of his best moves at that point. Sorry, That's right, the injured knee. Remember when Owen Hart gave him a knee driver? <laughs> Remember when Father Burns drove over his knee when he was... <laughs> <laughs> Moving some cows from field A to field B. That tractor ran over Thess! Ah! A year of who who ran over Thess. <laughs> ah, <and then laughs> so... <laughs> okay, so who ran over Thess? Um, we understand. A large farm-based tractor. I mean, who could it have been? <laughs> No, but the Was it Danny O'Donnelly? Whoever his name was. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dick Hutton? No. Oh, Buddy Rogers, yours yeah. the farms. It wasn't, it was, it was none of them. Hang on. Midian? <laughs> it was just sightseeing? Uh, hang on, I've got to tell you who it was. 
Meanwhile, in reality, uh, Triple H with the uh, the Bret Hart. How dare you? The Bret Hart leg drop on the knee. Oh, four out of ten. Forever. That's going on your tombstone. Four out of ten forever. Here lies Triple H. Four out of ten. Rip. <laughs> Rip him. Rip him. Oh, no. <laughs> One of the first things about you ever see the and I do recommend it seriously the kayfabe commentaries interview with Bruce Martino he's talking about the 60s late 70s of his title reign in yeah. WWF he's so respectful remembers everything he's nice about everybody apart from Buddy Rogers oh really he keeps going like oh I didn't like the Buddy Rogers and he's just like, <laughs> he's like the, the only guy Rogers. he'll talk ill of is Buddy Rogers oh it's such a piece of so we we'll my mates to watch it just be like oh Buddy Rogers he was a professional when he wasn't you know burning orphanages <laughs> oh Christ Incidentally, um, Gene Kaniski ran over Luthez. He did it for what? the Burns. <laughs> what? If it turned out the farmer Burns was the man who orchestrated it, though. Yeah, Gene Kaniski stopped, stopped drawing as <laughs> yeah. WWE. Kaniski wasn't working as a heel, so uh, they... Uh, <laughs> the despite the fact that he was wearing a big thong and dancing, uh, so they just went back to the farmer Burns. Our farmer Burns was the man who, who orchestrated it. I'm hearing this from my head, like one of those 1950s news reports that they do in like, films now to show what it was like, and it's like, and now we go live to Madison Square Garden. Wow, we're referring affair with Lutez. <laughs> oh my, Lutez is being struck. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. He is due to wrestle in the pay-per-view event spectacular for the W World Heavyweight World Wrestling Federation Championship title belt. In what is known as the Big Field, just left of the arena. <laughs> Who will enter that match? It's the Big Show. <laughs> Still not as popular as he should be at this point. Crowd are going mild. Greg Valentine, a sprightly 45 years old. <laughs> Oh, here comes the youngster. I think I'm just doing a Canadian from South The youngster now, now wind it up. <laughs> Ed Strangler Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's only a little, he's only 15 though, it's Ed Choker Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch your shins when Ed Lewis is around, boys. <laughs> Christ. Gene Kaniski, who's teamed up with uh, Farmer Birds as rather cool. <laughs> He's just going to put these... Lutez in a pie and eat him. Look at these cool dancing boys. <laughs> Look at their funky moves. Everyone's joining in. Plus, fabulous women ring girls. They will hold their cards up to show which hour we are in. <laughs> boy, oh boy, bring your finest sleeping glasses. <laughs> and kick the midsection from the youngster, Steve Austin. S Stephen Austin. He's got the neck of a 33-year-old. <laughs> Sadly, it's at home. The one he's using in this match is slightly rested. <laughs> Triple H, the bounder, with a low blow to Austin. <laughs> the rapscallion follows with a clothesline on his knees. Using that naughty steel chair type maneuver, he will cause damage to the already weakened knees of Stephen Austin. Here in Cleveland, Ohio, we are <laughs> up to date with events. This match is sponsored by Kilburn Cigarettes. They will mm. make you better in bed and in the wrestling ring. That's right. Stephen Austin smokes 12 before each match. And Look Lute at him go. Lutez ag agrees with the Kilburn sentiment. <laughs> no, so I'm told. We now go live to the arena. The first pay-per-view of Ohio in color. <laughs> Stephen Austin says he prefers Kilburn cigarettes because of the taste and the tar that slides neatly down his tongue before a wrestling match presentation. Noted famous liberal Jim Cornette to be seen in the crowd. <laughs> famous liberal. <laughs> A superplex. My uh. my good heavens. <laughs> Tennis racket. Looks like love means nothing to him. Well, surely no one can kick out of this. <laughs> heavens to uh. Murgatroyd. A two count. We have never seen a man kick out a two. 
Normally, once the pinfall attempt occurs, that is the end of the match. Following this, a brand new episode of Tom and Jerry will follow. <laughs> Stick around for that, fellas. A lively new cartoon where you see a woman's kneecaps. Careful now. My God. It truly is the best of times. And then Predator. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why Triple H turned around there. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Oh no, Triple H appears to be on fire and good man <laughs> Steve Austin is putting in out. And now that rap scallion is getting what for? That never do weller. Wee! He goes, up he goes. Steven Austin is putting the uh, proverbial boot to the proverbial game. That's right. <laughs> this is a revenge for his favorite snake. And that snake's name was oh. Father Burns. <laughs> the uh, deadliest and smelliest of all the snakes. I hope, I hope none of them make it. Oh, what a what, Oh, what a horrific What a clumsy bump. what a clumsy mate what a clumsy mistake that was they made. Look out for that in Whoops a Doodle Mania with Matthew James Gregory. Here's some of the music. It's the rock. Dwayne the Rock Johansson. He's got to do some DIY. Oh, the rock. Dwayne the Rock Johansson swinging and a miss. Verily. And here comes the hunter. Oh, that's pedigree. That'll be game over for the rock. Looks like no stone unturned. Oh, my. One, two, three. Pie in the sky. Strike me down with a bolt of lightning. Triple H retains. Yeah, unthinkable. Oh, happened. the beer! <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. The fans see that Triple H is thirsty and is debating <laughs> a cheeky beverage. You too can get some of the famous <laughs> red stripe from the bar. Just as he has quenched the thirst of entertainment, they are now quenching the thirst of Triple H. This is how we should do every commentary. <laughs> oh, God. Forever. <laughs> Honest to goodness. It's how we should call all of them. I feel like the world needs. Old-time ring announcing commentary presentation. Tally-ho. I do believe... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's quite a harsh hit. Oh, kadunk. <laughs> right to the bread basket. <laughs> and if you like bread, then you'll love Father, <laughs> Father Burns's... Father Burns' uh, special bread concoction. Why is it special? It's made from freshly ground... Uh, cocaine. <laughs> Which is fine, according to the doctor. You can have as much cocaine Don't as you like. Don't build that now. <laughs> you can have as much cocaine as you like. It won't make you poorly. That's medicinal cocaine. <laughs> yes. Not like those youngsters enjoy in the got a bad of, uh, Pittsburgh, PA. Got a bad knee? Cocaine. I'm looking at you, Triple H. Got a bad tongue? Cocaine. Got a bad commentary? Do cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. It's helped us today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Here at No Mercy, 1899. <laughs> oh, verily. <laughs> Oh, man. My goodness. Look at this. Austin is so cool. He's getting his heat back. Ding dong. <laughs> Fighting towards <laughs> towards so the gorilla position. Oh, believe it or not. You may have paid for your seats, ladies and gentlemen, but you don't need the edge of them. <laughs> you used that line in 2019, pal. <laughs> for the pandemonium <laughs> taking place. Good heavens. Not even uh, Sherlock Holmes could solve this. <laughs> it's just as well he is in the arena. I don't know about you. I'm not getting in the middle of these ruffians. <laughs> I can't take much more of this. I'm I'll going have to, to do some extra praying tomorrow for Sunday service. I'll do some extra cocaine tomorrow for Sunday service. Cocaine during church. That's how God <laughs> getting to heaven the first class way. <laughs> Good time to remind you to use Johnson's valet parking for every oh, event. Here's, speaking jo of here's it. Johnson now. Would you believe it? Get that woman off the screen. <laughs> we don't let women wrestle. Or drive, for that matter. Oh. Thank God there's a valet there. <laughs> Johnson's that, that, that valet. Woman, that woman may have put that, that thing in reverse and killed poor Austin. <laughs> Know your limits. <laughs> and that's the end. Back to there reality. you go. Wow. And that has been wow. a solid, 
two and a half hours of Matthew and Tom trying our best to entertain you <laughs> in a completely ridiculously stupid 20 minutes <laughs> of what I can only describe as uh, the, the effects work. of salted caramel M&Ms. <laughs> Bring out things to say to go, God, Austin's back is knackered in this. <laughs> so, I, think the, I think that's the best work we've ever done, mate. Oh, God. Uh, that's the best we've ever done, that. We uh, will it's... leave it up to you, the Twitter users and Facebook people. Please let us know if that was any way entertaining. If it wasn't, we'll do it twice as hard the next you time. You know what? Only a, a small selection of people who listen to any podcast make it all the way to the very end. So if you're one of the unique people that made it all the way to the very end of this, yeah, one absolute treat. 20 minutes of absolute nonsense like that. You are an absolute star for it. We're back normal as a normal for next Tuesday for another episode of the Classic Smackdown Review. Um, over Christmas, we should mention this now, Matthew. Oh. Over Christmas, there'll be some schedule changes to your normal podcast service. Uh, so you'll still get the daily podcast for wrestling news up until uh, a yet-to-be-determined date. But yep. uh, we'll also be giving you... Uh, the 12... Have we decided to call this the 12 days of Botchmas? I don't think the Botchmas should be emphasised because there's so much that people go, that's not a Botchmas. Awfulness. Okay. 12 days of crapmas. Uh, well, okay, so basically... We'll work on it. We'll, we'll work on it. So basically, what's going to happen is that myself, Matthew Gregg, and Justin Henry, who I who we do the Cold Tonic Classic Raw Review. Watches. Uh, hey, hey, don't fight you two. Um, we are, we've each uh, shared a few of our favorite bad wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is over 12 consecutive days, you're going to get to hear us three doing little commentary snippets over our worst wrestling matches and talking about them and such like that. That's right, and it'll be good commentary. It won't be offensive commentary like Jim Ross or <laughs> Jim Ross. Or... <laughs> but you know what? We might as well go into that, that frame of mind. We know what that Justin Henry's like, don't we, Tom? Oh, he is certainly a rapscallion, sir. I can't believe I'm this fired up at the very end. Is this really the end well, of the podcast? What's nice yes, is... I can't wait to use all that energy... For the 12 days of Watchmas. And in about 10 minutes' time, you're going to record the Cultaholic podcast. If, if Matthew's high as a card, you're the Cultaholic podcast. Like, Jesus Christ, it's because right. of this. Uh, you're very welcome to it. We'll let Hello you know. and welcome. <laughs> if you like if, a lot of wrestling. If you like a lot of grappling, boys, upon your video screen, please consult your diary and purchase some chocolate. I did like that bit where Matthew did a. a, 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 a he couldn't figure out the definition of what he was parodying. Was it just old <laughs> things? Was it Canadians? How are you today, Ross? I have been to Johnson's Bargain Store, where I have purchased some absolute bargains. How about you, Jack? Well, I had a rather fruity night out at the late club with the gentleman. Please, please, mix up your references some more. <laughs> just say, just talk twaddle. Anyway, all right, enough. We now this. have an email from Iva Biggin. Oh, what a rude, loud, lewd oh, name hey. you've come up with there. Tom, who have you been? Uh, Matthew Gregg on Twitter. He is. I am at Tom Campbell. Together oh, we are right. at Coltsaholic. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, America. <laughs> we are glad to give you as a gift this Happy Thanksgiving, or as we call it in the United Kingdom, Thursday. Bye. I'm, I'll be thankful if one person listens to that. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.